passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. <laughs> You're listening to the NWA, the Nubian Wrestling Advocates. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Yo. It's Righteous Reg. It's a case for the safe, keep a space for the Nubians. Unfiltered, off-kilter, the professor, the godfather, post-wrestling, the NWA, not oh, keep guessing, huh? The views and expressions, you know the rest, it's pop excellence, get the message, advocates for Nubian, wrestling, you're listening to the best again, black wrestling in the ring, we invested in, Nubian kings and queens, we invested in, it's for the culture and we repping it. For the culture and we repping it. And welcome to the NWA podcast, the Nubian Wrestling Advocates, the program all about getting color in the professional wrestling business. We are back and better than ever, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we and we have an action-packed, jam-packed show. For you guys and girls this month. But before we get to that, let me let you know who we are and what we do. I am the Godfather Nate Milton, and I am joined as always by my partner in crime, the, the mayor pro tem of Los Angeles, California, the angry intellectual himself, the 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 chairman of the crypto.com arena, and of course. Moderna, Chris, y'all give it up for the professor himself, Chris Ely. Can we rock? What's up, Doc? Man, chilling, chilling, just uh, trying to get through this month and looking forward to next month, hopefully. Um, you know, hopefully this show goes off without a hitch. <laughs> ominous words, ominous words from the professor Chris Ely right there. But I'm gonna tell you why this show is gonna go off without a hitch, Chris. Because we got a secret weapon. It's not just you. It's not just me. But we got the the youngest in charge, riding shotgun, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up 
for our nephew, the man that's going to bring you all the news that's fit to read. Andrew Thompson, a.k.a. the birthday boy. What's good, nephew? What's good, man? What's good? What's going on with y'all, man? Uh, glad to be here for this this episode of the Nubian Wrestling Advocates. Always look forward to chatting with y'all, man. And uh, Looking forward to many more episodes to come, man. Uh, we, uh, this is not the, the live, live episode that we usually do, but we will be back with that, uh, that, that same type of format. But still, per usual, we still going to kill them and have a good conversation. So definitely looking forward to it. Absolutely. So, yeah, as Andrew mentioned off the top, like we were originally scheduled to go live, but, you know, real life getting away sometimes, but that's okay. Like we're going to keep it moving. We're going to keep it rolling. We're still going to give y'all our thoughts and opinions on uh, some of the biggest stories of the month. And then, like Andrew said, next month we're going to be back all the way live. But for now, we're going to keep it moving, do what we do. Andrew Thompson. So I guess, you know, you got a lot of stories that we could talk about this month, brother. But I guess we should probably start where we kind of ended off on the last episode. when We were uh, speaking with mm-hmm. Brother Brandon Thurston from WrestleNomics, and our show was mainly kind of centered around what was going on with Vince McMahon. And we now have a conclusion to that story and a follow-up. So uh, if you don't mind, brother, why don't you let the folks know uh, what, what's going on in, in the WWE, my brother? Yeah, this is like kind of like a, a general conversation that, like, you know, we was having – I said over the past like day or so, like just mm-hmm. general conversation about the, the the regime changes and you know what what could come and what this post Vince McMahon product is going to look like. And I'm I'm kind of curious to hear like y'all respective thoughts about like sort of your general analysis about things that have gone on. Of course, we're seeing the returns of you know Karrion Cross and Scarlett Bordeaux and Dakota Kai and you know mm-hmm. you rise up on the main roster now and you know Dexter Loomis is back in WWE now. Hit Row is back in WWE now. Uh, the, the, <laughs> the hit the hit makers uh, AJ Francis, Ashanti, the Adonis, and Brianna Brandy, also known as BFAB, uh, led the original trio that started at the PC. They back in WWE, which is very cool to see, man. And it seems like you know a, a lot of people that really weren't spotlighted or maybe Vincent Man wasn't keen on. Um, mm. have made their returns back to WWE and it seems like being presented in a much better light uh, under this new regime that, you know, Triple H is leading creatively. And, uh, I, I, you know, it's, it's still real early. You know, I, th- I think that there are going to be plenty of times where, you know, those sort of accusations in terms of, like, how they've been presented might not be exactly how we envision them. But, I mean, I, I think just for an early start, I think things have been pretty pretty okay so far. And I'm, I'm, I'm curious to hear y'all uh, analysis of how the things have been so far under this new creative presentation as far as WWE goes. I think for me, and uh, we can flip it over to Chris here in a second, but for me, Andrew, I think it's gotten better. You know, granted, like you said, we're still in kind of the early stages of this new regime. uh, It's been like four weeks, three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It hadn't even been a full month yet. So we're in the early stages of the the, the Paul Triple H Levesque era. Uh, (laughs) But I've seen improvements. And I think, there's a couple things. Uh, I think number one, the fact that he just has to focus on creative is a big deal versus somebody like Vince who had his hands in every single aspect of this company from what's on screen to the financial stuff, to everything. Uh, and probably had his hands on places. He shouldn't have been in Andrew, but we not going to talk about that. We talked about that last month. Uh, but I think that with triple H, he can just focus on creative and we're seeing more wrestling. You know, I think Brandon Thurston put out something that we've we gotten more wrestling over the last three weeks than we had previous, uh, particularly on Raw. 
So we're getting more wrestling. We're getting longer stories. We're seeing the elevation of the secondary belts, the IC title and the U.S. title. We're seeing those belts kind of being brought back to prominence. And I think the big thing that you mentioned, Andrew, is the talent. You know, people like Hit Row coming back. People like Karrion Cross coming back. You know, these are people that were doing big things in NXT. And when they came to the main roster under Vince, they kind of floundered. And I think Triple H is like, let's run that back. You know, let's give these guys another <laughs> shot. And I'm going to show you how they do when I'm running things. So I, I think that's a good – it's a good thing. We'll see if it lasts, if it's sustainable. But for right now, I think it's getting better. Uh, what about you, Chris? What, how, how are you feeling about your boy Hunter? I know we've had conversations about some of some of his uh, decisions in the past, such as Booker T at that <laughs> yeah. one WrestleMania, or even maybe more egregious to Chris beating Sting at that other WrestleMania that made right. Chris get in his car. I know you heard this story before, Andrew Thompson. Hey, hey. So about that, I'm, I'm gonna let Chris go ahead and uh, talk about this point. But I actually got a story about that mm. Booker T Triple H finish that. I don't think it's ever been like told before from uh, Brian who works from a WWE okay, writer. He kind of dove into it a little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm going to let Chris uh, go to his point first because I wanted to make sure everybody, you know, we all got that chance to circle around. But yeah, Chris, your, your thoughts about the regime changing and I get into the Booker T Triple H thing after. Um, yeah, um, I'm not as bullish on it <laughs> as I was a, a month ago when we did the show. Um, mm. I, there's, there's little things here and there that I'm seeing that still get on my nerves. Um, okay. Like what? NXT, like NXT 2.0 is just still not watchable for me. Um, <laughs> like I, I do see like subtle changes there, but it's, mm-hmm. it's still not something that I feel I need to watch. I, the live Morgan stuff makes zero sense to me. It's, it's, it, it hasn't been good. Um, and I do blame, uh, Triple H for that. Like, you know, the way, the way she, it was, it was almost similar to like the, the, um, situation with Big E, the way he beat Bobby Lashley. Like Mm -hmm. we were happy for it when it happened, but you know, once you, the smoke settled and you actually saw how his title reign played out, it was like all right, what did we just see? Um, that I could blame on Vince McMahon, but this Liv Morgan stuff, you know, the, I just thought the booking of that was just, was really, really bad. And okay. then I, and then I thought um, the follow-up to it hasn't been great either. Um, other things like that. I'm very happy about Drew McIntyre. Losing yes. That get into sword. it. I was going to bring that up, Chris. Yeah. That, that is to me, like I will thank Triple H for that because that that was I I sounded off on that every chance I got. That sword was so silly. It it was stupid. It was ridiculous. It made Drew McIntyre look like a doofus. Um, <clears throat> it made it so I could never buy him as a serious contender. Mm-hmm. to Roman Reigns because it was stupid man. I was like yeah, I, you know you try to like and this is the thing about wrestling it's like you're trying to watch wrestling sometimes I have a, a, a girlfriend who doesn't love uh, wrestling you know what I'm saying and you know I mean, you're trying to convince you know people like girlfriend cousins brothers sisters whoever hey this wrestling isn't that bad and stuff 
And you see mm-hmm. this fool coming out there with a sword, brandishing it, and <laughs> never, and never stabbing anybody with it. It, it, it just makes it just it's, it's farcical almost. So I'm glad that that at least has been fixed. And in mm-hmm. the comment, the the way they commented on it um, was was pretty entertaining too. With Kevin Owens and uh, Drew, um, as far as um, <clears throat> as um, the rest of the show, um, I mean, there's, there's a lot I could say about everything on this show and then mm-hmm. I, I just had a point i wanted to bring up um and i i completely lost it it was on another thing on raw um but it it's it's just um like there's things that i like about the show um and there's things that i that i think still needs oh I remember what it was now. It was mm. Elias. The Elias. I, okay. I thought we were done with that shit. I was happy that <laughs> we were done with that. That Kevin mm. Owens beat his ass, power bombed him on the um apron on the apron portion of the ring, and I was like, "Yes, finally, we're done with this." And then the next week, they. It, Introduce like five more of these motherfuckers <laughs> with, with him, you know, with uh, Elias dressed like that needs to go too. Hey, I think hey, any hey, remnants hey. of that goofy stuff has to go. Hey, not for real, but what I think that was was the official write off of the Ezekiel character because they say he was going to be away for a long time. I, I do agree with Chris that that shit was getting kind of it, it had it had been kind of got stale to me, but like. I, I think with them uh, having Kevin Owens like sort of return to that former version of himself, the prize fighter, which I think is a good thing and have more, more of the serious Kevin Owens and uh, get rid of Ezekiel. And then like, I, I think the, them showing his family being like, Oh, you know, he's going to be a this commentary said he's going to be away for a long time. And mm-hmm. you know, when he gets back and all this other stuff. So I think that was like the official write off of this whole Ezekiel thing. But I definitely do agree with Chris and the fact that that, that, that guy still, weeks ago and like it, it I, at first i ain't gonna like it was kind of like funny like in a stupid way but like right at, at, at a, i would say after like three weeks of it after like constantly seeing this like all right let's but like I, I like after after they bought, did the whole thing with like having the last and ezekiel on screen i'm like i feel like that should have been the you should have wrapped that up right after that but they they kept going with it well that's the classic vince mcmahon thing andrew of something might be funny once but I'm going to mm. run it into the ground so many times that it loses whatever entertainment value it had yeah. in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, nah, for sure. No, nah, I definitely yeah. agree with that. But, no, but it, like, what, 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 are you good, Chris? It's like that episode of SpongeBob where he rips, <laughs> he, he rips his pants. Have you ever seen that? And the first, the joke is funny, but then right. when he keeps ripping his pants, it's like everybody in, in uh, you know the the bikini scene bottom, is like, bikini bottom, bikini yeah. bottom, yeah. They're like, okay, this is <laughs> this is stupid now, and that's that's yeah. how Vince McMahon is with a lot of those. Jokes. Yo, side yeah. side note before Andrew gets into his story, we might have to start a SpongeBob <laughs> podcast on the side. Just <laughs> <laughs> just a, a follow up on what Chris was saying, like real quick on that uh, the points. I, I like th- th- there are things that I definitely think that can be approved on. Like uh, in all honesty, bro, like I'm 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 gonna just keep it a stack right with 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 Cross. The cross jokes I see on Twitter are always hilarious to me. Like I'm always laughing at the jokes. Like that I see like the people be saying like he always gritting his teeth and like uh, unnecessarily and all this stuff. But mm-hmm. the, the way the way that he's been presented 
compared to that shit that they had him doing yeah. last summer is like vastly an improvement. Right, I'm talking about right. like in the best way possible. Like it's a and, and for real, for real, bro. I don't even think it's like it. Not, let me not. I don't not going to discredit him and say it's not him, but like it's just the fact that you're seeing new people on the show instead of seeing like the same faces you see every week and the same way that you see them right. every week. It's just a mix, and and that that's what adds that sort of fresh feel to to some portions of the show instead of like you know we seeing the same person every week in the same spot mm-hmm. in the same feud doing the same thing saying the same things every week like. And then it just adds something new. And like Nate, how you mentioned, I thought you hit a real key point about the presentation of the U.S. Um, and in the mm-hmm. kind of the titles, bro. That is, bro, a simple video package, bro. A simple video package can enhance the most smallest thing or like anything like that. And and, and the, I think the real challenge for Triple H is going to be making people care again about the mm-hmm. Mustafa Ali's. The Cedric Alexander, the mm-hmm. Dominic Dajakovic, making people care about these people that you do not see or they have on that previous regime did not give you a reason to care about them. If he, if it starts getting if it starts getting to the point where he can bring Cedric Alexander back to that prominence that I mm-hmm. me personally viewed him as when he was in that cruiserweight title reign, that's mm-hmm. a that's a plus. Same thing with Ali. Same thing with Ricochet. Like in the, in, and then at that with the uh, going back to the mid card titles. Bro, that is so key, especially considering you got one dude who's holding both your world titles. You need to make these titles feel important. And it's crazy how yes. just with one video package per title has like instantly made those titles feel important. And in addition to the people that's holding them, like, you know, you got to get credit to Bobby Lashley and go through as well for being like they they, they were already being presented in a good light. But like now it's being enhanced with the, you know, making the, the mid-card titles feel like right. this thing other than just, you know, two random people holding it. But like going back to... uh. That, that story I was talking about with uh, Booker T losing to Triple H at WrestleMania 19. Brad Grewerts, the former WWE writer, he'd been doing like a bunch of media promoters book. Mm-hmm. He actually did an interview with Post too, but he had, he was on the, um he was on Kurt Angle's podcast, I believe it was, and he had, was asked about WrestleMania 19. And of course, that's the card where uh, Brock Lesnar beat Kurt Angle for the world title in the main event. And he was like, the, the, the he, he pushed for it. Like he wanted Booker T to beat triple h and mania but he was like the 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 mindset in the writer's Mm -hmm. room and amongst everybody was that the main thing that needs to be like the big hoorah of this show is brock beating kurt and the the, the vince mcmahon terry belaya stuff he said that was like everybody's Mm. like this this those two things need to be the big bang of wrestlemania 19 and like anything else happening other than that, it's going to take away from that flair. And that's right. what he said. Like, the, and that's what he says. Like, that was everybody's general consensus was in that in, in that meeting. And he was just like, I feel like since it's WrestleMania, it should be like a more Maria type thing. Like, we should have right. as many big moments right. as we possibly can. This is this is mania. Like, we need to have this and that. And everybody had these big moments. But he was just like, everybody was so gung-ho and so strong on the idea of that. Oh, man, you know, if we do this, it's going to take away from, you know. I'm, no, and, and like, yeah, go ahead, Chris. I'm going to let you No, no, I mean, <laughs> like, I, I'm not. I, I, I've, never, I, I've never surprised at white folks white poking. <laughs> So it, it, it is what it is, man. It, it, it's that's stupid, and I and I and I, and, I, and that bullshit 
I, I, I just never buy that kind of crap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I think it's like, oh, you know, and I, and I heard uh, Gortz tell the story. I've listened to most of the interviews he did on uh, Renee, John Pollock. Mm-hmm. I've listened to all and Kurt Angle one, too. He's making like serious rounds. Um, yeah, got to sell but, his but, book, though. Yeah, he's got to sell that book. And, and I do think that Gortz was bullish on Booker T winning. But the yeah. problem is, is that. You know, when you got a, a a writing staff and it's nothing but, you know, it's it's Lily White and nothing but mm-hmm. white people there, of course they're going to be like, oh. Brock and they're also Lesnar. writing for an old white man. Yeah, exactly. So, At I the mean, end of the day. yeah, I, that, 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 that's kind of, that, that's almost expected. I hope that kind of shit stops. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, that was, that, that, that is one of the dumbest, things that WWE's ever done man like they've done some done stuff like when when like hulk hogan throwing sid out that royal rumble in 91 Mm -hmm. and expecting him to still be um a face or was it 92 i think it was when triple h beat sting and chris drove all the way home yeah like watch the the end of wrestlemania yeah they did the 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 the, 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 the (laughs) logic the logic pretzels these people twist themselves in it just never surprises me. It yeah. it, it doesn't. It, it's it's like you know, and and here and just hearing that story from uh, Gawarts, it it really just just shows you why you need diversity in that. Because if the plan was for Booker T to lose at WrestleMania, that build should have never had happened. Correct. You should have never had had done it in that fashion. Some, bringing up his past, like uh, you know, yeah. record and all that's the yeah, yeah but pretty much having Triple H call him a a nappy headed hoe, um, <laughs> or or whatever it wasn't that that was Imus, but Triple H talking yes, about that was his Don Imus, yeah, but but Triple H talking about it <laughs> about his nappy hair and Don Imus um, would have fit in good with that writer's room at the time, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm, about to, I'm, about to, I'm about to say Chris and, and using like terminology like people like you and people yeah, like people you. like you. It, it it was somebody there would have been like, look, if 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 just one black person was mm-hmm. on that writing staff, they would have been like, okay, look, we if you if the plan is for Triple H to win, we can't go to these places. Correct. You know, like telling this guy to hold his bags and stuff. Like just thinking about that um makes my blood boil because it was it was just so um egregious and um it just really kinda turned me off a of WWE um mm-hmm. for a while you know um i didn't really even i never really even got back to liking wwe at the same level after um they did that to uh to booker to booker t you know and then uh it's like just with with no wcw there to be comp comp competition mm-hmm. it, it just seemed like more of the same of that kind of crap yeah. you know and, and here's, here's the thing though if you want to hear more on this particular match in 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 in, in uh, particular, but also more about that WrestleMania in general, Uh-oh. Chris, have I got a podcast for you? <laughs> Episode one of the late great Bushby and Thompson's WrestleMania, the late great, <laughs> starring Andrew Thompson and that good brother Martin Bushby. We we spoke about that in in, in great detail, Chris, about how 
how just idiotic and backwards thinking that was. Yeah. It's like, yes, we know Triple H is one of your guys, but you got a chance to make another guy, and then you can come out of WrestleMania with two guys, right, instead right. of just one. And they yeah. completely botched it with Booker, and it took until the King Booker thing for him to really gain that momentum back. Right. And the thing is, is, and this is what I, what one of the points that we always try to say, it's not even that we think WWE is overtly racist. And sometimes I do think they are, but in this situation, I honestly believe that they thought, oh, Brock Lesnar is the, the shiny object that we got a spotlight. I, mm-hmm. I can, I can buy that. And I think I can easily buy that race didn't even come into their thought, um, into their purview when they were booking that stuff. My problem is exactly that. You know, <laughs> my problem is that they didn't think about the race of him. of Booker T. You know what I'm saying? They just thought, oh, we could just treat this guy like another white guy on the roster that Triple H destroys. Um, and you have to be a little bit more sensitive than that when right. you are booking black talent, you know, because the thing is, well, is even you- if you want to be cynical, Chris, real quick, even if you want to be cynical, <clears throat> even if you think Triple H should win, there's more money in Booker winning. Yes. Because you bring in a different audience and they got money to spend too. So yeah. even if you don't believe in Booker, believe in the money. Right. Bro, like, bro, I, I I feel like like somebody from that like that was in those creative rooms from that time period. I feel like they will argue you the same excuse that they that they probably would they be like, oh man, well you know it was a different time, you know it was a different era. Yeah. Like I, I I feel like that's normally like the feedback that you'll get when you get questioned, like when they mm-hmm. when some of them get questioned about like particular storylines that may involve mm-hmm. like that way racial aspects of it or, 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 or things in relation to some things may be in racist and stuff like I feel like that's, oh you know it was a different time or you know it was a yeah. different era and things were different right. and, you know it's not the same as it is today and there wasn't no social media like it, it, it's like it's like they're basically like a skate plan to like not have to like answer the question directly mm-hmm. or not have to get into those conversations that they may find difficult pertaining to race and and that was and that and that's a um that's one of the top five missteps in the history of that company. Mm. Um, and, and I'll even we that that was which WrestleMania was that? Nineteen. Nineteen. The next, the very next year, Lesnar WrestleMania two <laughs> two thousand. Um, mm-hmm. the the WrestleMania that was in two thousand, or maybe it was the year before. No, I don't you, know. You may uh you may WrestleMania twenty. At Madison Square Garden. No, no, WrestleMania 2000. That's the one they, they called it WrestleMania t- 2000. Oh, oh. So was that the year before or the year? No, after? that that was uh that was three years before. Yeah. Okay. So WrestleMania 2000, they did the same fucking thing with The Rock. Like, See, hold on, hold on, y'all. What y'all don't know? I'm gonna peel behind the curtain while Chris gets gets ramped up here. Chris got issues with this pay per view, not just because of what he's about to talk about, but because I bet you. Chris paid for the WrestleMania all day package for yes. WrestleMania 2000, and he's like, "These mother rip me off." Yes, it's, it's like, and, I, and this is when I actually like Triple H, but uh-huh. I just thought that the logical thing to do, where we, we saw the trajectory the Rock's career was going on in the year 2000, right? right. I mean, anybody can see it. Like people, like who. 
people knew who The Rock was by wrestling, they didn't even the, the crossover stuff didn't even happen for him that much yet. But people knew him just from wrestling. That right. guy should have won at WrestleMania 2000. And somebody's dumbass or a writing <laughs> a writing team's dumbass thought it'd be a good idea to have Triple H win that match. Like what the, what the fuck? What's really happening, dude? Like I, I gotta know this shit. Like this, th- that makes no sense. And then, oh and then after the after those two egregious actions from that company, you think, oh, Kofi Kingston, they did they did a lot of go. race bait and shit with Kofi go. Kingston. You you would think, oh, okay, Kofi Kingston's gonna get an honorable run with this title and for the most part he kind of did but then they just ruined it all hey hey, hey chris them, 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 few, them few he had i ain't like some of them was decent but like i ain't gonna lie most of them jokes was ass bro I ain't it, gonna lie it depend, like we could we could run through like the yeah beauty yeah how orton was was decent it, 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 and that yeah, was yeah, years it, in the it, making it, it was um who else did he feud he, with? He, 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 remember, he had that thing with Dolph. When Dolph was like, "It should have been." Yeah, that was dumb. Yeah, that, that, that was that. That was that was that might as well have been uh, Ron Simmons and the Barbarian. Um, <laughs> the Barbarian. Hey, 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 Chris, you you had a crazy. Uh, okay, so just yeah. follow up on that. He had uh he had Kevin Owens for a little mm-hmm. bit. He had Joe, some more Joe yeah. for a little I bit. Forgot about Joe. Yeah, yeah, he, he had Joe, and uh, he had the thing with Dolph, and then the thing with Orton, and then right after that was when. The Brock, the Brock thing happened. See, my, mm. this, 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 like we we going off a whole other thing. What, what, what was no, no, we we, we need to that, we need to that, deal that, with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, like so, look, my, my whole thing about the Kofi thing was, like, I remember, like, cause I was I was um doing the SmackDown notes for uh posted at this when I was still doing the SmackDown coverage, and I remember when I first saw the graphic of Brock versus Kofi for that. Uh, that was the for that that was the first SmackDown app put on the Fox uh debut, right? And I'm, I'm looking at it. I seen the graphic. I was like, "Yeah, it is. That's that's gonna be that, that, that that's that's gonna be when he dropped the title." And I I, I was fully expecting, like, right. considering like the factors, like it's the Fox debut, how they how they view Brock Lesnar, and in that same, I'm like, that's probably gonna be where you know where he loses the title. I'm like, I was thinking, I was like, you know what, man, my man Kofi. Like I I didn't mm-hmm. I, I didn't I didn't feel like all the feuds could have they, they they weren't as big as they could have been or being like not everything's gonna be perfect but like at least as crisp as i wanted them to be but i was like you know what we had like a good five six months you know what i'm saying like kudos to my guy he even pulled it off like i was fully expecting him to right. lose to brock my whole issue is the way he lost to brock and not like, like that yeah. like the, the, you see the thing is and, and this is my issue with it right let's go back to survivor series 2017 when he fought aj when brock fought aj styles AJ Styles hit the phenomenal form, had that moment in the match, had the cab crusher. You 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 didn't fully believe he was gonna be Brock, but he it was that one moment where you like genuinely, mm-hmm. genuinely mm-hmm. believed that he had a chance at beating Brock. Go back to wherever it was that he faced, uh I think it was like a couple months before, a month before where he faced uh Samoa Joe. It was that moment where you legitimately thought that he that Joe was gonna be Brock. Same thing with Braun Strowman. Legitimate mm-hmm. moment where you thought he was gonna be Brock. Let's go back to Royal Rumble twenty eighteen when he pulled Finn Balor and they said, I remember Brock had some Brock had some type of uh some like some type of internal thing that he'd been dealing with since he was like a kid and they like played it up on that when Finn Balor pushed him into the announce table, went up for the coup de gras. People legitimately thought that Finn Balor was gonna beat this dude. 
Same yeah. thing with uh, Daniel Bryan at Survivor Series 2018 mm. when he gave him the low blow and hit the flying knee. I, 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 but it didn't ever a moment where I thought that somebody was going to beat Brock. Like he had that moment. Same thing with Ray, Ray, Ray Mysterio, Survivor Series mm-hmm. 2019, mm. when him and Dominic hit the double six one nine. They both hit up for the uh, the frog splash. I thought that Ray, will, there was a slight chance that he was going to beat Brock. So what in your what like what t- tell me what was wrong with giving Kofi that moment? Like all everybody and, and uh, most of those matches that they had weren't even super long, but it's the fact mm-hmm. that they had that time right. and they were brought right, mo- yeah. mo- most most of the people in those spots was getting punished by Brock for most of the match. They was getting slammed all over the place. The shit was like right. a dead away finish. But they, but they all had one, hope, hope they, spots. They, they, they all that had that one moment in the match where you legitimately thought yeah. there was a chance that they yep. could be brought, even though you probably knew internally that the result wasn't going to be that. It's just the fact that they had those host spots, like they said. And I, I would have appreciated if they could have did somewhere like, okay, you go to traditional route of what you do. Suplex, 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 suplex. And then it is a one moment where Brock slips a little bit. Kofi catches mm-hmm. him. Trouble with Paradise. Everybody yep. thinks that, oh shit, Kofi about to pull it off. He about to pull off the miracle. Because everybody believed in Kofi. And like, for real, for real, it yes. should have been his title reign he 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 wasn't. I I I did like that they didn't present Kofi as like that full blown underdog because that shit kind of gets stale a little bit. But the fact that in in this particular case with Brock, it seemed like that 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 sort of steam that Kofi had lost a little bit and no issue with. I'm talking about not uh to his credit, it was more so like the way he was being presented at the time. It seemed like yeah. that steam got fully behind him again when he fought Brock, and I think a lot of people was just waiting for that one moment where it was like, oh shit, Kofi had the trouble of paradise. He might he might actually do this shit. And then, and that, like you said, you, 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 people you throw, were still you throw, behind him, Andrew. They were still behind. And, and then, at that, you throw you throw all that away for Kane for Kane Velasquez. Kane Velasquez, yeah. And then the the match the match was shit. It was terrible. Mm, it was terrible. Right. It was fucking awful. And then he was gone. It, he was, it gone. was right. like you know what I'm saying. It was worse than the uh, because Kofi and Lesnar fought before at that uh, Japanese pay per view. Yeah, they um, did. Yeah. And um, that was more competitive uh, <laughs> than the, the next one. And, this, and Kofi yeah. was the chapter. It made it was stupid. And then you think, okay, they botched they botched the Rock's title run, or or botched his WrestleMania moment. They mm-hmm. botched Booker T's WrestleMania moment. Mm-hmm. They'll do a good job with Kofi Kingston, and they then they botch his moment. So you you finally are like, okay, they're gonna do a good job. With um, with uh, Big E, and mm. they do the same fucking thing. It's it's this <laughs> this company <clears throat> has a problem with race, and their problem with race could be that they just don't recognize race. It's mm-hmm. it's 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 shameful. This is horrible. Yeah, we we horrible we don't see stuff. color, brother. We we don't see color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, J- Jim Ross goes on his podcast and he says, "I I don't think it was a race thing." Hmm. And the fact that he doesn't think it was a race thing means it was it was the biggest race thing on the planet. It's just mm. you motherfuckers don't see it that way. And that's the the problem with all of this stuff. And this is an AEW problem too. Is you guys have <clears throat> you have a lot of black wrestlers on the roster, but the in comparison to white wrestlers, there's way many more of them. So you know they can afford to take these kind of L's right. and, and and stuff a little bit more than than black wrestlers do because black wrestlers rarely meet, reach that mountaintop. 
you know? So when you got them, you got to treat them with yeah. a certain level of reverence and dignity. Well, just and, think about those names, Chris. So you're talking about all the way back to 2000 mm-hmm. to 2021, 2022. Yeah. And you said The Rock, mm-hmm. Booker T, Kofi Kingston, Big E. Like, I, you could probably throw Mark Henry in there somewhere, but that's five dudes. Yeah. Five dudes over 20 years, man. Yeah. Versus your your Dolph Ziggler's and your Mrs. of the world. Yeah. You know, this kind of dudes that are good, but you know there's a certain level, but they still yeah. get these opportunities at the mountaintop. And it's like, yeah, you have to be a little bit more aware when you're booking. Like, I'm not saying they're racist, you know, Chris. I'm not yeah. saying that, you know, these decisions were based on race, but I'm saying that you have to be aware of the message that you're sending through your stories. And yes. they weren't aware with The Rock. They weren't aware with Triple uh, with Booker T and Triple H. And they certainly weren't aware with Kofi and Brock Lesnar. And I feel like it's something that unless you consciously address it, it's something that's going to keep on happening. And it doesn't matter whether Vince got the book or Hunter got the book. Yeah. And I'll, and I'll give Hunter this credit. Oh, Bianca Belair. Let's throw Bianca and Sasha in there, too. So you got yeah, seven oh, over 20 years. <laughs> it's Sunday that's, morning. That's it. Sunday morning <laughs> should should be easy. Um, this this is this, shout out to this, the Commodores. Yeah, this is this is this is stressing me out, man. But yeah, this man, this man, Chris ain't even had his morning coffee yet, and Triple H still got his blood pressure up. Really, man? Yeah, I don't even drink coffee, but I need I need some. <laughs> um, these these people, the, the, like the, they like the the it's just the the color blindness from these people mm-hmm. in wrestling, you know. Because we could, because I'm, and probably in this show, we'll I'll go off on TK, TK for this as well. But mm. it's just you, you can't treat Kofi when he's that hot like the Miz and Ziggler. Is it just can't happen because there's who's underneath Kofi? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Who was underneath Booker T? That's black. Who was under? Who was under the fucking Rock? Like <laughs> they're like, what the hell was that? Made no goddamn sense. At all, like the the Rock should the Rock has never won the title at WrestleMania. That is mm. insane. That is not that is that is just not something that should be. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Hey, hey but, but you know, but I, I I do think this conversation is a good transition over to the. Uh, to the Tony Khan, Jonathan Gresham situation okay, that unfolded get, get into. as we were recording the last episode of New Game Wrestle Advocate, because that was when Death Before Dishonor was on. And Chris was giving us the results. Yeah, Chris pulled everything. <laughs> hey, I, I, I told everyone on Twitter that I would. So <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that that was a that was a fun show that we did with Brandon, man. But um, yeah, that 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 situation came out like immediately, I would say like the day or so after. Um, it, it, I think it had been reported first reported by Fight with Sean Rossap that um, Jonathan Gresham had requested his release from uh, AEW slash ROH because he was under contract with you know the dual contract thing that under Tony Khan owns uh, both of those respective companies and you know it was it was noted in their report that there was like a back and forth between Tony and, and and Gresham and you know it led to Gresham you know quote unquote cussing Tony Khan out and you know openly ver- verbalizing his frustrations about. You know, essentially how things played out because uh, we we all saw like Jonathan Gresham came out. He didn't have his signature get up that he usually has. You know his, you know the the octopus mask and you know all the things that make him look cool and you know that that adds to the overall presentation of the Jonathan Gresham persona that he 
you know, put puts out on TV in terms of being like the best technical wrestler and, and you know all that good stuff. And um, you know, he didn't come out with any of that. The, the match with Claudio was fairly, fairly quick uh, for 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 most people's standards. Like I think a lot of people were expecting them to run at least twenty five. 30, you know, or maybe I, I saw some people suggesting that they could have been a draw and then, you know, maybe they run it back and do the title switch at the next ROH event or maybe do it on a special episode of AEW TV or something along those lines. But, but yeah, man, like in, in terms of like how y'all feel about, you know, because Gretchen has, I don't think he's like out of wrestling. Like he's, uh, he wrestled at Ric Flair's last match. I know he was mm-hmm. part of that match card and, you know, he's been doing a, a, a couple, a couple, you know, he's been doing some stuff here and there. So um, I'm more so curious about like what y'all think about the aftermath of all this, you know, we're a month out of it, uh, I don't think there is there's any being anything formal about Gresham being released from ROH, or I don't, I don't think anything has happened with that. I think it's more so at a standstill. But um, like just just to, just to add, I, I'm I'm curious about y'all thoughts, but like I just want to say, like I don't think that that situation, like for, first of all, like when, when somebody when, when you have a situation like that, I feel like Gresham has been sort of the forefront of Ring of Honor for right. I don't even know how long at this point, like a full year, maybe even more than that at this point, mm-hmm. and. I can only imagine what that felt like for somebody to like, okay, I'm incurring this company, even when it was shut down, representing this company, doing all these different shows, representing the brand of ROH on my own show, doing the terminus stuff as well, representing ROH. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. for 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 that to just be like, well, you know, hey, buddy, appreciate you, but uh I'm rolling, <laughs> I'm gonna roll with this guy. You know what I'm saying? Like that that shit would probably piss me off too. Like, yeah. especially considering like it, I, I think it would have been maybe more easy. Like, of course, I don't know. I know I never spoken to Gresham, so I don't know this personally, but like I'm pretty I would assume that it would be more easier to digest if this wasn't such a like, oh man, you know, it's the first the first thing back, the first I feel like of course he had super card of honor, but like the first right. sort of super official event under Tony Khan, you know, like, you know, this regime change and you know, the official, you know, assumably launch of some type of formal consistent ROH programming like you you would think that it would be like okay well you know hey let, let's let, let's wait to the next one or let's do it on a special episode of AEW like sometime months mm-hmm. later down the line or something like that but I, I, I'm i pretty sure it did probably piss him off to like you know hear that he was losing it on that first night and, and in the matter that he did and then of course you got you know people they it, I, I guess there was some type of thing that came out like where he assumingly mentioned that he was like on the PWI type thing and like people was like making jokes about the shit and like you know all that all, all that stuff which I didn't think was you know funny but you know it's right I'm 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 more I'm more so I I'm very interested to hear you know Gresham's side of the of the, of the situation I don't, I don't think Tony Khan has spoken about it I, I know he was he was asked about it when he was on um I I think he was on Dan Lebatar's show and he like asked about it but he didn't really yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure y'all heard Tony Khan. No, he, like, in the he me did. in the media yeah, scrum, great. he he gave a kayfabe answer, and then yeah. on the Lebetard show, he kind of did the same thing. They, they, that, that danced around it a little bit, like, like yeah. on the Lebetard show, he did dance around it. So, like, I, I am interested. I don't think he's going to say anything because you know I don't know if he's still in the contract or maybe he was quietly let go, like or whatever that situation yeah. going on. But I mean, I feel like he's justified in, in, in feeling that way. Like, you give your all to somewhere, and they just like sort of not not not, not drop you because they didn't drop them right. but more so like treat you in a way that you feel you should have been treated you got every right to feel like that and i feel like that's what any they only got to be in wrestling if you feel like you are of a certain wavelength and you don't feel like your employer sees that that shit gonna piss you off and you gonna express yeah. it how you express it and you know whether people feel that was the right way to go about it i mean i don't really think that's what i mean it is for the court of you know public opinion everybody gonna have their opinions about it like you really can't say shit about that but 
like, I mean, if Gresham felt that way, then I feel like you got every right to feel that way. I, I think, Andrew, especially if you're talking about this new landscape, quote unquote, where maybe there might be some doors open at another company that might not have been open a it's month awesome, ago. Bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, there's options out there. And I think it's kind of interesting if you look at, and I know this isn't an apples to apples comparison, Chris, but if you compare Booker's journey in the WWE versus Gresham, like both of these guys are kind of the flag bearers of dead companies, mm-hmm. for lack of a better term. And hmm. But you would think Gresham would be in a better situation because TK has infinitely more respect for ROH than Vince had for WCW. But it just didn't work out like that, and right, like this is nothing against Claudio because I think all three of us uh, respect that. Yeah, man, bro, Claudio. I, like, I like Claudio, bro. Like, Claudio, yeah. that dude. But mm-hmm. I think there was another way to tell this story without Gresham being kind of one and done. Even though you, hey. you're right, Andrew, they did have uh, the Supercard of Honor, but this was kind of their big coming out party under TK officially, and. I can get why Gresham would feel some type of right. You know, this, this, like speaking from experience, Chris, as a you know, I know people can't see how tall <clears throat> I am when I'm sitting down on the screen. But <laughs> as a as a fellow short king, mm-hmm. y'all don't know all the trials and tribulations that we have had to go through. <laughs> me and Jonathan Gresham and Cat Williams and Kevin Hart to get to where we are with with, with everybody looking down on us literally and figuratively, Chris. Uh, right. But I, I feel like for Gresham, man, <clears throat> if if he feels like he's not being appreciated with uh, Tony. There are options, man. Got, like it's he got every right to feel like that, right? And 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 yeah. that speaks to a larger question uh, or larger point that Chris brought up about TK. Like again, like I don't think Tony Khan is a racist, but I do feel like Tony Khan has blind spots when it comes to the presentation of black talent in his company. Right. It's like you know for and this is my big my problem with wrestling for the longest time it's like for you to get noticed if you're black in wrestling you gotta be the rock or jade Mm. cargill you know what i'm saying you you can't you can't just be a regular human being you know what i'm saying you have to be like the upper echelon of the upper echelon you know what i'm saying like jade cargill she Mm. walks in a room um head's turning yeah, heads are right. turning. The Rock is the same way, you know. I love you. Either got to be super charismatic or built like Bobby Lashley, right? Yeah, and then I love the story that Jim Ross was telling about his first lunch with the uh, Rock, and he goes to the restaurant and just girls just keep looking at this guy. Like that's kind of like how you got to be if you're a, a black talent, Jonathan Gresham, and it really does disappoint me to the extent that it feels like um the minute that tk got the white guy that he rather have in that role which Mm. happens in wrestling a lot it's like the minute you get the white guy that you want in that role um you you the 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 black guy kind of gets kicked to the wayside you know what i'm saying we could talk about um um scorpio sky a month or two before this, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's just a common theme in wrestling. And I thought TK was better than that. And, and the, and they just did the heel turn with them, right? 
They had just done the hill turn with them. Yeah. Um, and we, and I think I thought he should have gotten at least a good month or so out of a hill run before right. he was dropping the belt. I don't know what the rush was to put the belt on Claudio, especially now. I mean, cause Claudio really hasn't done anything I would call significant with the belt. You know what I'm saying? This, right. this, this could have given, and they don't have TV. On. So like, it, you know, yeah. it's not like you're forced to tell a story that concludes this week and next week. Like you can, you can drag out this story as long as you want to. And right. they chose not to. Yeah. And I, I wrote an article on, on, um, WrestleNomics about the kind of toxic positivity that, that goes on in wrestling. It's still, we're still trying to figure out, um, me and Thurston were busy this past week, but we're still trying to, um, you know, tighten it up and hopefully it gets out this week, but it's, it's just, it's just a sad state in wrestling when this stuff just continues to, to happen, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and I've never heard of Jonathan Gresham having these kinds of creative issues in wrestling. I've always heard stories from Seth Rollins and, uh, Brian Danielson and just all of his contemporaries talk about, Oh, the ROH belt is in good hands with him. Oh, Mm -hmm. and then, uh, Seth Rollins told the story on Twitter, how, um, um, Jonathan Gresham helped him out. I think he like paid paid something for him or yeah, something you, you, like. Because you're talking about when he was promoting Terminus. Yeah, yeah. Mm, mm, you know yeah. this 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 is this is you know Gresham is not a well, rabble rouser. Yeah, he's 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 not someone that's yeah. in a locker room to cause trouble. And when you got a guy like this who loves his art and appreciates mm-hmm. his art. And he's having this kind of issue. Yes. And a it's, guy who's really talented. Like, let's not bury the lead. Like, this dude right. is wrestler, from bell he's to bell. Wrestler. He can he can get it. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it, it's not like this dude can't wrestle and he's causing issues or there's friction. But it's like, this dude is one of the top bell to bell guys in a company full of top bell to bell guys. And you still right. can't see eye to eye. That's the problem with the promoter, not with the performer, in my opinion. Yeah, exactly right. It's it's a problem with the promoter, and it's a problem you're not communicating things well mm-hmm, to, to mm, this mm. guy to make him understand the vision that yes. you and the company have for him. Um, and um, it, it just it just ties into a lot of um, these similar kinds of things that I keep seeing in AEW that really do need to be fixed and addressed, you know. Um, my concern, and then um, I think Marcus brought this up in one of our group chats, is he, he talked about, about the ass boys and um, what are the what varsity are the, blondes? Varsity blondes. I'm concerned about them too, but I I I, I take special concern over the the black talent in that company yes. just because they I don't know who's also who's going to get a shot after them you know what i'm saying i don't know mm-hmm. who's next in line um i don't know like you know especially when you don't have an idea of the creative uh direction um for these guys you know it's 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 just um they're going to have um claudio fight um dustin rhodes uh, dustin rhodes uh gold yeah. dust if you will 
Um, <laughs> they're gonna have. Well, they called him the natural. Yeah, they're gonna have him fight fight that. And man, I think that's a, a a solid feud. It's just, yeah. it's just. I don't. I I still don't understand why uh, Gresham can't fit into it. And um, I'm not gonna be invited to a media scrum to ask about that. And even if I am invited to a media scrum to ask about that, um, they won't. Uh, uh, TK is probably not gonna let me ask that. So um, <clears throat> it's it's th- these things need to be fixed. Is all I'm saying. I feel like you on uh, TK's band list after after mm-hmm. the whole mobility card incident. Yeah, can't even let this dude in the building no more. <laughs> Chris, what, Chris, what was that? Was uh, that was double or nothing, right? That, damn, yeah, that was double or nothing. Yeah, D- double Jesus, or nothing. Weekend, bro, that was yeah. May. What was that? that? Was like four months ago. God, it's crazy. Time, time be flying, dude. Yeah, and I caught COVID at that event, mm. and then um, I Dang. couldn't go to the LA events because I had uh, tickets for the for those events. I had to give them to uh, Julie Chase and uh, Benno. Um, I think Benno um, was having the issues. Chase actually had her media credentials, but uh, but but Benno couldn't get a ticket, so I gave the tickets to them. Um, Shout out to Steph and Benno. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, again, it's is this is just something in AEW in wrestling. It's a and this is this is what I don't want to happen. This is a this is an industry wide issue especially in the top two. It, this is this is not a, a issue unique to WWE right. or unique to AEW. They both are kind of guilty of the same kind of shit in this regard. You know, like, and, and it, it's got to stop. It just has to. Mm-hmm. And I think, Again, like we're not saying this to say that AEW isn't good, you know, because I think all three of us like mm-hmm. a lot of what AEW has been doing <clears throat> this year. It's, but... it's, it's, I'm saying it's the same thing with uh, the standing to a point. They like it's stuff like in terms of like how, like, I, bro, I'm, I'm really liking the run that Bobby Lashley is on. Like, I'm like thoroughly yeah. enjoying yeah. this shit. Like, I'm, and we'll talk I'm a little bit about it. Bobby yeah. here in a, in, in a yeah. second. Mm-hmm. You go ahead, Nate. My bad. Uh, no, but I was saying, I was going to say real quick, Andrew, like, it's not to say that, oh, AEW is trash. Uh, You know, the shows ain't good. Like, the Mm -hmm. shows are good, but they could be better. And, you know, going back to something we talked about on our very first episode of the Nubian Wrestling Advocates here on Post. Like, people are willing to give you the benefit of the doubt, Tony Khan, but that benefit of a doubt comes with an expiration date. Yeah, And it does. (laughs) the guy that's coming in talking about, we're going to be different. It's going to be changes. You know, we're not going to operate like some other people have in the past. Everybody's going to have a shot here. You know, this is going to be an inclusive company, but you're not showing me the work on screen. Like, I think people's patience has a limit, Andrew. And I think we're starting to kind of, I know some people have been ready. Some like, yeah, like like Alfred has been complaining about this (laughs) from the very first day of AEW's existence. He he was he was looking for an angle. And the last thing I want TK to do, and I and I and I'm I'm cool with Alfred. I still, you know, interact with him from time okay. to time. Did he send you a but, cheese tray for you for your birthday? Nah, he didn't do all that. <laughs> but but, um, but I'm just saying, you don't want to If you, you know, wanna, you know, ladies and gentlemen. If you know, you know. You don't want to you don't want to give Alfred or people in that state. <laughs> 
ammo <laughs> to kind of go after you. You know what I'm right. saying? And um and and especially if they're not gonna go after WWE for the same thing, you know. <laughs> um, and I think this is just kind of like in, T- in TK's company um, is a little bit past its infancy now. It's yeah. still, you know, like, you know, maybe the, the toddler stage, you know, still getting its legs and all that. So they, they, they have time to, to fix these issues. It's right. just, um, and then, you know, and Brandy Rhodes isn't there anymore. Um, mm. And, um, you know, I've seen the, the, the creative team that they lot they launched, but I don't, I don't remember seeing any black people um, on their, um, I don't know what I don't want to know if they're a creative team or just they're, they're, they're like most uh, most of those people got promoted in the talent relations department like Tony, yeah yeah Tony so Shavani tell- and Pat Buck and QT okay. it's, it's yeah. more of like talent relations yeah so thing. where where is the black person in that mm-hmm. <laughs> amongst them you know what I'm saying it's like where's the where's the Mexican person that's mm. you know I, just, I these are these are questions that need to be asked especially if you're a company that that hires and employs a bunch of black people and mexican people and mm-hmm. especially i mean at at least in a consulting role you know what i'm saying yeah. even if you don't want them in, in creative you have them in consulting roles like it's it like, took them what like two years to figure out what the hell they were going to do with sunny kiss and somebody who we all think is is talented and like they finally just gave Sonny a storyline. Yeah, Sonny yeah, yeah. finally uh finally got put in the story. I was just about to mention that like when uh, when Chris wrapped up, like I I'm like the the heel turn, I ain't I ain't really get it, but I was like, well, I mean shit, you know what I'm saying? It's something. Yeah, like it's, you know, something, it, right. it, it, it's, it's something, bro. And like I'm I, well, now, now that I'm like like when I'm thinking about it, I'm like the the trust buster, you know, with Ari Davari and Slim J and you know Pogboto and Sonny being a you know a, a full person team. I'm like, and it, it's still fresh, so I'm like, you know, yeah, it's, let, let, let it let it sort of formulate, marinate a little. Bit. Let like, it play yeah, out, Andrew. Yeah, let, let, yeah, let, let it, it play out. There you go, Dave. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 thing with the, the thing with the uh, with the Busters is um, that they are all like very, very different personalities. So, yeah. um, not none of them are like really belong together. So it's it will be interesting to see what TK's um, vision for them are and, you know, props to, cause I mean, the, the, the bad thing about wrestling is usually in the past when it's been a hill, if whether, uh, whether it's a, a gay hill or a hill who used um, gay stereotypes to get heat, they're not doing that with. I, I, Sunday, I believe Sunday Jim Kiss. Ross would 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 say those are mind games, Chris. They're they're playing mind. Yeah, games. mind games is what they called them, you know. Mm-hmm. Which was which was just really just kind of like having this guy acting homoerotic rape behavior. I mean, um, Vince McMahon said himself in, in a promo uh, when Goldust came. And he said, you know, you're playing off the fears of homophobia that a lot of men have and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was the idea behind that character. At least they're not at least TK's not doing that with uh, Sunny Kiss. But, right. you know, and, and again, it's it's it is this I would uh, classify this as a let it wait and see situation because, you know, you, you, it, it could get it could get better um, or it that, that, could that, that, that. 
that, that that's sort of like the the mindset that I have where it kind of just like like I know it's the old joke like the let it play out thing, but like I'm mm-hmm. genuinely curious to see. It. And, and yeah. honestly, I ain't gonna lie. For me, I give Tony Khan like a benefit of the doubt when it comes to tag teams. Like even mm-hmm. when I'm like initially right, right. like I don't know because he because he is like really good at like putting these like people together that you really don't think might work, and then like yeah. they ended up working. Like even with the acclaim. They weren't a tag team before, and he like just put them two together. And now look at the I, I, at first I didn't I was like, feeling it, but like now I'm like I kind of yeah. want to see them. Not even kind, I want to see them win the tag titles at some point. So yeah. I think that's gonna be uh, real cool whenever that happens, man. But um, yeah, yeah, it, it, I, I, I'm I'm very much like a wait and see type thing with the trust buses, and you know, shit, it might turn out to be something interesting in like three or four months. So um, yeah, de- definitely, I'm ha- happy to see Sunny uh get more TV time because I I know we've been talking about it for years and not even just us a lot of other people man just been talking about like you know what to do with sunny kids and the next step and how you can like and i know i know we sort of thought about the idea or, or not even us sunny said the idea uh herself about the idea of like being with pair with jay cargill and mm-hmm, here mm-hmm. hogan and red velvet and sort of being that branch between the women's division and the men's division you know getting involved and you know i think it could have been cool if like it could have been you know yeah. you know so just, just a lot of different uh, routes that you could go with like having you know access to two different divisions amongst one faction like much how you have like with the uh jericho appreciation society with anna jay and tay Conti being involved like it, I, I think it's just much more easier and a lot of different ways to work with when you got people from you know different branches that like having like that you know access to to, to multiple divisions and being able to you know to just, just be able to filter people in and out so yeah they're definitely interested to see what the trust buses uh become but they like chris said they are a very uh odd pairing it's almost like that whole that whole trio, you know, Slim, right. Slim J with his hat turned to the side. <laughs> so it's like that. But he's he been doing that. You know what I'm saying? That ain't nothing, dude. That's right. So should we go to what's next on the docket? or Let, Let's get it. Let, let's do that, Chris. Let's do that. But th- this is something that Chris, I, that Chris actually, uh, Chris actually been saying that he wanted to talk about since the day it happened, Nate. Mm. And that is the Amari Miller tweet. Oh, yes. Oh, that, <laughs> and yeah. he, Hey, 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 hey. Put, put, put it back on full screen, brother. Put it back. You on know what I'm saying? We got to clear the lane, clear the we lane, got, and get, get, get Chris the ball in the post. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm about to, hey, Nate, I'm about to clear the lane, and I'm about to do the halfback toss to Chris, and he's just about to run with it. That's what we about. Hey, Chris, but real quick, let me say this. So, the, the, the Amari Amila situation, if y'all don't know, um, she, she was discussing, like, you know, she wanted to be the next black NXT women's champion and somebody has said something along that she credited Ember Moon for it for being the first I first, believe and then yeah, yeah and, and then somebody commented and was like hey you forgot to mention Sasha Banks and she was mm-hmm. like oh well let me correct myself the first full black mm-hmm. African-American uh NXT mm-hmm. women's champion and Nate to, to, to say the least her mentions were filled yes a lot and, and she she did not receive a positive response at all it definitely led to her uh, deleting her Twitter, but she did say that her 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 reasoning for with that Sasha Banks is of another ethnicity ethnicity along with being black, and that was not met very well at all. But with her uh, her response, and I know Chris had a lot to say about this. So uh, and she she did issue a uh, Chris she issued like an apology like statement like afterwards, right? Yeah, um, okay. I think um my like the uh, I think when you make a tweet like that, um. And you and a bunch of people react to it in a way that in a in an adverse way. I think the one thing you don't want to do, um, even if you think your tweet was right, 
I just think the one thing you don't want to do is double down on on whatever you said and triple down <laughs> on it. I, I just I just never see that work out well for for anyone. Especially someone who's on the come up, right? Not yeah, someone, man. someone who's an established person. It's it's one thing when Dave Chappelle does that kind of shit. I mean, he's Dave Chappelle, and you know he's he's going to do what he wants to do. But Amari Miller is not at that status, so that's one thing that she herself needs to consider. Um, above all that, though, is I just I'm just never a fan of like trying to classify somebody's blackness i think it's Mm -hmm. i think it's always a problem especially if you're an american black person um a lot of people don't know this about me because i don't advertise it but um i um um am am part native american um on my Mm -hmm. mom's side Uh, my my uh, family are lake wakamasu indians um and and that's um, where my uh, family lives in Lake Waccamaw, we've got you know our own land and stuff like that, you know. And um, my grandmother is um, part Syrian as well, so you know I wouldn't be going to any Saudi tours because you know once they find mm-hmm. out that I'm part Syrian, it'd be an issue. So um, <clears throat> and uh, Amari Miller, I don't know if she knows exactly what her genealogy is. Um, I have direct lines to my, to my genealogy. So, um, you know, I've always been taught this stuff, but to, 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 you can't do that kind of thing, because we're all fighting the same thing. And if, and if mm-hmm. she was pulled over by the police, her ass would be black and, and Sasha's Banks's <laughs> ass would be black. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I, you know, that's why, you know, I don't get, I, don't, I can't get with a lot of this, like, ADOS stuff when they um, try to um, exclude um, international black people, black people that aren't from America, because Mm -hmm. we don't really know people's stories um, that well. And we don't know how slavery directed individual tribes Mm -hmm. right out of Africa. You know, you don't, you don't, we don't, these are things we don't know. So, when you start going down this lane, it, it's it's really going to be problematic for a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. And um, and and I just I, I you know I don't want to like like I didn't I don't want to bash because um, when I first saw the original tweet, I was a little um surprised but the the surprise to me was mostly the double down yeah she doubled like, down on that shit then, she definitely then, did <laughs> triple down then she's erasing her twitter it's like why are we even doing this to begin with you know what i'm saying and it's disrespectful to sasha banks you know like you, you, i i can just optically from what i've seen on television from all the behind the scenes shit that's going on with sasha banks I don't think it's necessarily been a cakewalk for her in WWE. You know, right. I don't think it's been a, a bed of roses for her or um, any person of color in that company. I think they got to work mm-hmm. twice as hard um, to, to get be, half as much. To mm-hmm. yeah, to get half as much. I, I think if 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 a white guy was as popular as The Rock, 
I, I think th- that white guy would have won the title multiple times at WrestleMania. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I think with, I think with what happens with a lot of black wrestlers is we're so good at what we do. And a lot of us don't really complain that we just kind of say, oh, hey, you know, the Ro- the Rock is the Rock. Why? Yes. Out, of, out of all this dude's accomplishments, he's probably going to win an Oscar one day. He's probably, you know. He might be gonna, the president one day. Yeah, he might be the president. He might have his own studio. Like, you know, he's he's got he's got property in Los Angeles, property in New York, property in Florida. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so he, him not winning the belt at WrestleMania probably needs dick to him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but, but I'm just, I'm just, just, I'm just saying for it, for the, for the greater good of mm. minority talents, you know, these, these things matter. And um, um, Amari Miller's, you know, with that, with that kind of tweet, it just wasn't a, a good look. And again, she's going to be going through the same stuff. Like, look, it was, and the thing about that's funny about this last beef, it was Sasha Banks and Naomi, a a light skinned sister and a dark skinned sister complaining about essentially the same shit. And we Mm -hmm. don't, we don't know if it's race related, but you know, their, their struggle are, seem to be similar, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I I think for me, Chris there's a couple things. Like number one, to Amari Miller, like I think she's, I think she's still pretty young, like 25, 26, somewhere in that in that area. Yeah, she's she's young, twenty. So she's got time to learn, right, and grow from this <clears throat> incident. But I've never been the person that is about, you know, checking someone's blackness, right, or yeah. you know, doing a paper bag test on on some of these folks, man. Because like, here's the thing: the the only person I will separate and put in a different category when we talk about this is Dwayne Johnson. Mm-hmm. And it's not because he's biracial. It's not because he's light-skinned uh, like our brother Marcus Vandenberg. It's because <laughs> The Rock is the damn rock, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, this dude is on a whole nother level. He's playing another game than everybody else <laughs> that has come yeah. before him or after him. Like, yeah. you would have to be an idiot, Andrew, to not make this dude a star because of yeah. what he's bringing to the table, right? Whether you are racist or not, that dude is box office. So yeah. I put the rock on a separate category, but in terms of like Sasha, like you, you can't diminish this woman's accomplishments and what she's had to go through in this business based on her, on her genealogy, as Chris said, because if, yeah. if we really want to be real with it, Andrew, all three of us here talking on this show and, and everybody black listen to the show. We got all kind of stuff, particularly if you're African-American, you got all kind of stuff up in the mix, up in the gumbo due to slavery, due to the history of America. Right. And so to say, like, oh, Chris, Andrew's blacker than Chris. Like, nah, man, we all black. We all go through the same struggle. We all go through the same trials and tribulations. And so I feel like Amari, like, I don't think she meant it. Well, she did double and triple down. Yeah, but, but she, she tripled down. I think, well, that, that, that's a separate thing, too. I think, like, in this Twitter age, in this yeah. social media age, Andrew, people don't know how to say, my bad, but, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Nobody people, wants to be wrong. Nobody no, wants to people, be People don't yeah. know how to take an L, bro. Like, like, right. like, like what, 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 you, what you see is going that way. She, the, first, the first thing she should have did was be like, you know what, bro? I fucked up. Let me hop over right. for the night. Hop in the morning, my bad. It's yeah, like, yep. and, 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 and everybody would have let it slide. Well, I 
I don't know about all not, that. Not they, let they, it they, slide, they, but it wouldn't. It would not have become yeah, what it what it became. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. Let it. Yeah, I think they would have. I think it would have been a a here today gone tomorrow yeah, story. Correct. I don't right. think, that, that's what I mean. Exactly. I, I, I don't think it would have been something that we need to like fully. It would. Like, it wouldn't. Have, like, it wouldn't have made the show. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like Chris. I, like Chris. To your point, and to your point too, Nate. If she would have like let it go after that first tweet and like just not said anything it would have been no articles written about it like it's this thing like got right. covered like it, it, mm-hmm. it got covered mm-hmm. by like most wrestling news outlets like it would if she would just left it at where it was and like apologize right after it maybe it probably still would have been covered but without the degree of her you know doubling down on it and tripling down on it and that right. thing about you know, well you know she's like half german or, or something like that i'm like what are you doing like yeah, what, yeah. what are you doing bro? Like, what, what is yeah this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah and the thing is is i think you, you pretty soon in wrestling even though wwe is allegedly shangri-la right now you are going to be going through the same things a lot of those sisters in that company are going through, you know what I'm saying? It's not going to matter what your uh, complexion is or not. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and, and, and the, the proof of that is just what we've kind of seen so far. You know what I'm saying? Bianca Belair, you know, she, she had to just, just take it on the chin when they did that ass backwards booking with her. Mm. Um, and let it, let it play out. Chris. Yeah. And when they gave Sasha, Sasha Banks, those weak title reigns, mm-hmm. um, and but she's a, but she's a six time champion, Chris. She's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, the, the, the one that made the let the least about of sets was the one when they had her lose to Alexa bliss. Well, that was like a know. week after something slam. Like yeah. Yeah. It was, it, yeah. It, it, just, it just got more and more ridiculous. And it's like, Oh, Sasha Banks is a good hand. She's a team player. She'll mm-hmm. take this. And that's just kind of the attitude that a lot of, white folks in power look at us like they think they could just do multiple things with to us and we'll take it and not say anything about it by the, 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 unri- the unwritten and unspoken yeah. feeling there chris a lot of times <clears throat> is you should be happy to be here yes exactly you should it's be like, grateful for what what we've given you in terms yeah. of this opportunity in terms of this employment and and yeah. that thinking that that kind of undercurrent of I'm not going to go as far as to say racism, Chris, but like racial, racial uh, cluelessness, I guess yeah. is the best way I can kind of phrase it. Like that seeps into everything in, in terms of how you interact with these people, the booking of these people, you know, how, how you go on TV and, and, and say, well, Sasha Banks and Naomi have disappointed the WWE universe. How could they do such a thing, Andrew Thompson? Never mind what our chairman is back here doing, but these two women, how could they how could they do this to the fans, man? Yeah, yeah it, man. it's go I'm ahead. Good, Chris. Uh, not, yeah, you not go ahead. Um it's it's yeah, really good. a sad commentary on just us as a people that we're still having to 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 deal with this kind of shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's like this woman, um, you, you know, this the and, and we we keep having these um, when keeping it real goes wrong moments. You know what <laughs> right. I'm saying? It's like, you know, it's like <laughs> a, look like AC ACH. I haven't seen that brother in, yeah. in years. You know what I'm saying? Because he 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 reached the breaking point and he kind of you know ACH just, like that, yeah that was kind of the impetus of this show. 
you know, yeah. going off of what happened with ACH slash Jordan Miles. And it's like two years later, like this stuff yeah. is still going <laughs> no, on, man. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying to remember the last time because I, I know ACH. He, he did some shows. I, I, I think he did a show this year. I want to mm. say like I'm, I'm trying to remember. Like I, yeah. I, I like probably got pulled up on cage match or something like that. But I, I know he's like he does like stuff here and there. But like he's a, know, he's like, not in AEW or WWE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he probably he, will never be at those, <laughs> those places. You know. I, I, I know he was doing some stuff for MLW, and then he like <laughs> stepped away for a little bit. Yeah, and like he like yeah. he, he was like I'm. You know, I'm gonna take me a break, and now he came back, and then you know he was doing some stuff, and like he was real. No matter of fact, ACH is still wrestling, bro. He he wrestled. Uh, yeah, he's he wrestling. At, no, he he wrestled at uh, AAW. He's the tag team champion with Frontman Jaw. See, they're the tag okay. team champions at AAW. They that they they doing real good over there. And I, I I can't I don't watch like all of their shows, but like I'll see like yeah. certain stuff here and there, and they stream some stuff on High Spots too. But like yeah, ACH he's doing like real well over there in uh, oh, AEW. Like, he, was that, he, he was the uh, he, he was the heavyweight champion a couple of times I think maybe maybe mm. twice maybe once. But yeah, he, he, they they treat him like real 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 good over there. But yeah, him and John C the tag champs over there uh, AEW man. Yeah, but, 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 but my whole thing is he's not. But, but, but Chris, you're it, talking about like the major. Yeah, he's not. Right. He's not wrestling. Uh, he's not at, at where he should be. Um, mm. And you know, the, and, and, <laughs> and, and he's. Leo Rush. Yeah, Leo Leo mm. Rush is mm. another example. You know, that's a whole other episode right we, there. Though we keep having these kind of moments um, mm-hmm. where where um, where we we just reach um, our limit of nonsense. Some wrestlers can take it more than others. Booker right. T has kind of mastered you know, getting around these kind of things, Mark Henry, people mm-hmm. like that. And I don't, so, I don't look, fault look, them. Look at T under contract to 2029. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. The, 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 my problem with, with, the, with the guy like Booker T, um, and I know he, it, it, he pays attention to, to tweets online. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Cause I, he's, I've tweeted about him a couple of times and have gotten, you know, booking, booking and rolling up on you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I know Booker T is out there paying attention. Me and Tell Romeo. me he didn't just tweet that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, 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 hey let, let us find out. We got to add Booker T to the uh, the singles back to Chris. Oh, Omar. yo. Booker T and Almost versus Chris. <laughs> no, well, but, but, but the thing with Almost, though, Almost, almost Booker T. And MVP, because Kristen, yeah. Kristen got up in MVP's mentions before. So, yeah, I, I found myself in MVP's <laughs> mentions before. But the thing with Booker T, though, is Booker T is – um is – the, my problem with Booker T and some of his tweets is like you, I Booker T moves the way he moves, being a black wrestler, mm-hmm. and I respect it. If you can tolerate, you know, a, a little disrespect in wrestling, and you feel that's the best way to move, right? I respect it. Mark Henry, I respect it also, but you can't start beating down on this yes. next generation of talent because they don't move right. in the same way that you move. Just like, because you had to get get through, get by that way, doesn't mean that's right for everybody. But yeah, you saw, you yeah. Said, I, I, I thought the whole thing was supposed to make it easier for the next the, ne- the next mm. generation. Like, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure y'all y'all ain't heard, like, I'm pretty sure this wasn't just something that just popped up over the last 20 years. Like, I feel like this is just, not even just wrestling, just life in general. Like, when, when people 
get upset at like the the, the generation after them having things like a little bit quote unquote easier and it's like well right. you know, we had to we we had to do it this way and you know we had yeah to, yeah we had to this, work this 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 like but it's the, the whole point of it is supposed to make it easier so they don't have to go through the same shit that y'all went through like I mean I mean like, now that we right. hit though Chris I ain't want to I ain't want to put Andrew on front street like this but you know uh, like Andrew got it real easy man he could set up the camera get the microphone oh, back in uh, our day Chris <laughs> we we had to get film we had to cut film right. and 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 get a tape recorder with a tape and flip the side over so we can do the interview. You kids got it easy, Andrew. Yeah. We won 100 for like the technology shit, but we, we are we are babies with this technology <laughs> shit, bro. Right, babies, yeah. Bro. Like, yeah, my, I, like the, I, I do think that, you know, it's just sound business to, if you have a grievance to state it um, in an d- adult way, don't yeah. make it a public thing. Um, yeah, Chris, Chris, you, Chris, you said you said that plenty of times, like in certain situations, like podcasts that we've had. I'm talking about like just topics that we've covered. You always yeah. been like big on like don't turn this into a, a, yeah. a me, a me versus the company. Yeah, but what what, what happens when when the company is the one that turns? Leo Rush tweeting to Tony Khan apologizes yeah, is right. one thing because right. Leo Rush made that public. What what happens when Sasha Banks and Naomi they didn't make that shit yeah. public? They, right. That was the company right. that did that shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. it's it's like, and and it kind of like okay. I'm telling, I'm giving advice to black wrestlers. You know, don't make your beef public. But what happens when the fucking company is doing this yeah. shit? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like you can't win for losing if you are black in the <laughs> wrestling business. You just can't, yeah. man. Well, and, and to the point about Booker, like that's where you would <laughs> think somebody like a Booker. Maybe could kind of step in as the mediator, right? Yeah, like but, I think. Hey, 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 but Booker used to be going in on Big E on, on the uh, yeah. Boy, what the time. Like I, I never get like we talked about that, Andrew. And I never got that because yeah, I get like maybe you know you want to be the like the the old head giving a young cat some advice, but there's a way to do it. <laughs> and, and, and Booker always seems to be and like Chris, we got a lot of respect for Booker, man. We, yeah, we do. This dude. But the way he comes at these black athletes, sometimes it's like, come on, come on, dog. Like times have changed and you are not helping these people by making this stuff, putting this stuff out there on your podcast, putting yeah. this stuff out there on Twitter. Yeah, it's, it's a podcast that he does with a white, with a couple white guys too, you know what I'm saying? But the thing with Booker T, Booker T is weird though. It's like, because when, when Sasha Banks and Naomi pulled what they pulled, he actually didn't like, lead in and mm. automatically yeah. side with WWE yeah. on that. He he was and that's the and that was when I was I got mentioned by by Booker T. I was like Romeo like said showed me the video <laughs> and tagged Booker T in it. And I was like I am surprised. Like this is like a very <laughs> nuanced adult take by Booker T and then Booker T responded with some kind of laughing emoji or whatever but like I was like he didn't double double down on those sisters you know what I'm saying so I I think like now and I'm I'm, I'm speaking to John Pollock more than anybody else John or Way we need to we need to we need to make it happen Booker T and Chris on the NWA podcast so they can squash the beef. Uh, bro, we need, we need hey, to make hey, that bro. happen. 
there, there is nothing I would want more than to see Booker T on that full screen. Him and Chris, like, on the same, the same line, talking, talking <laughs> Hey, bro, that would be, that would be, but in all seriousness, yeah. like, all, all jokes aside, I feel like that would be, like, a really but we, interesting we, we, conversation outside yeah. of, like, the, 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 the jokey joke type shit, you know what I'm saying? And we love Booker T on this show, too, because yeah, the, the whole bad, first 30 minutes of this show. Right, um, we talking about how they did Booker yeah. Dirty. Yeah, look at the man, bro. He funny as shit too. That's look at look at the man, bro. Yeah, he just feels some goofy shit sometimes. That's okay. Yeah, like it's <laughs> yeah, it's like you know, I, I, like if if, if 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 you got a take that I think is just you're 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 just trying to get streams or whatever, you know what I'm saying, or or listens. I'm gonna say have something to say about that, you know what I'm saying, especially yeah. you know when you're you know talking. Talking shit about Athena or mm. whoever else, you know. I just Biggie, Biggie, you know, just just the the wrestlers that are that are there. You know, you kind of like. I think as an elder statesman, you have to um, kind of be cognizant cognizant of that, right? Um, when and that's was, also like now that I'm thinking about it, Chris. Because I'm go- I'm still going back to the analogy of me telling Andrew how back in the day we used to have to walk up the hill in the snow both ways to just do a podcast. Uh, like, say Andrew was doing something, and I'm like, maybe he shouldn't do that. I'm not going to put Andrew on blast on social media. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to yeah. hit Andrew up as a brother and as a friend and be like, hey, Andrew, you know, I saw this. Maybe you should think about this in this way. And then he could choose to listen to that or not listen to that. But I'm not going to put him out there like that if I have respect for that man. And I feel like what Booker right. did with Big E in particular, it's kind of like, you could have said that to this man in private. Cause you yeah. know this man, y'all work at the same spot. Yeah. 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 You could, you could have done that with, with these people. You, you ain't know. had to put that on your radio show. Yeah. You know, with your white co-host as Chris mentioned. Yeah. It's just, because what happens with but these look, guys. I feel like now we're obligated to tell people to listen to Booker T hall of fame, uh, wherever podcasts are available. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what what happens with these with these guys is they start thinking that they can disrespect, you know, like you know, because all like a lot of times with white people, all they're looking for is one white cosigner, right? They're just looking for one or one black cosigner. Yes, they're looking say. for they're the Jason looking, Whitlock. Yeah, they're looking for just Jeez. one person to I agree with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly like a Jason Whitlock. You know, you find the 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 biggest black idiot you can find and you you wait for them to agree with you and then so all the racist shit that's about to come out your mouth you you'll you're you're there like oh candace owens agrees with me Mm -hmm. and jason whitlock agrees with me and the hodge twins agree if herschel walker said it it must be yeah herschel walker agrees with me you find the 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 worst kind of black people you can find and say about oh, <laughs> Herschel Walker. Yeah, you, and these people that, these that, people agree with me. That, you know, that, we, that we, man, that man brain like some sunny side eggs, man. Sunny side Herschel, eggs. Yeah, yeah. Stop like Leo, it's it's, 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 it's it's like you wanna like like I don't like when white folks talk about black folks in particular about how they speak and how they don't enunciate and can't read or write or their sentences don't make sense. I'm not about that life. But when when it comes to Herschel Walker, there's very 
little room to kind of <laughs> get on a white person's case for calling Dang. that shit out. You know what Dang. I'm saying? It's I like, mean, to, to be fair to Herschel, he probably got like CTE or something from all them yeah. hits in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fights with all those girlfriends all those baby mamas and shit he's got like damn andrew andrew get it get what's the next topic andrew i feel like we got to get up off of this (laughs) (laughs) hey bro hey bro let me tell y'all something bro in in, in w but this podcast I'm telling you, bro. Chris is the man. Yeah. That's why. I, 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 no, no, no. But we 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 complete trio. Chris is hilarious, bro. No, no, no. Herschel Walker is the one that's the hilarious. If, so, so 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 if uh if 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 uh we come from monkeys, if we come from monkeys, then why do monkeys still exist? Like <laughs> <laughs> you saying that? He saying he says that shit like it's like he's saying something profound. And the old dumbass white guy. Who's talking to him? Who's probably dumber hey, than he is? Is like, yeah, no one can explain that. Like, like you, you, you motherfuckers are challenging the theory of evolution. I mean, to be fair, though, Chris, evolution is a mystery. <laughs> boo, boo. Damn, damn, damn! Your own people hating on you, man. Damn, nephew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 you ready to uh, get, get these last few stories in, man? Yeah, let's, yeah, we let's, got, let's get these we last got, few we stories got, in. <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. All right. So uh, was about a bit. So I, I, this is sort of a quick one. I don't know how like much we can like really dive into it, but I mean, I, I think it was noteworthy. Like we just had the conversation a little bit about Sasha Banks and Naomi. They, 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 they doing everything, man, making all these different appearances. They've been recently at the She-Hulk, uh, I think the mm-hmm. She-Hulk premiere. Uh, mm-hmm. Both both of these ladies are <laughs> wonderful, by the way. Beautiful, beautiful women right here, man. But I just wanted to, like, they, they had Brandon, I think a reporter, had ran into them or he like caught up with them when they was like, I think they, when they were on their way to the premiere and he was just like, hey, hey, are you guys going back to WWE? Are you guys, you guys think you'll be back in WWE? Sasha Banks looked like she did not want to be bothered with that question at all. She sort of looked, she, 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 she sort of gave him a look and like was yeah. like, yeah, nah, buddy. Like I'm like, not not nod to the question, but like, nah, I'm not giving you an answer type thing. Right. Yeah, and, yeah. And, 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 and then you had Naomi, you, you, could, you could tell like she's like, like one of the nicest people, bro. She she tried to like um, joke with the dude and stuff like that, and sort of mess around with him and like just g- give him some type of conversation the way he would like you know not sort of could continue on with the question or something like that. And it was a uh, I don't really know like much we can dive into that. I don't think it's like any answers or any indication of, of whether they'll be back or not. But I, I, it, it was something that like sort of made the rounds or, or social media reasons. So, mm. so as any 
good journalist knows, sometimes the non-answer is is good enough. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Sometimes sometimes there's a story in the non-answer. You know what I'm saying? They they, they don't want to fuck with that question. You know what I'm saying? You can't you can't really get mad at them because I mean sometimes yeah. it's like you gotta you gotta keep the aura a mystery around this yeah. thing. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and what 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 cracks me up about this? I was on True Hill Heat yesterday morning and we were talking about shout this. out to SP3 and the crew. Yeah, yeah, mm. and uh, and I was like. Um, this story is still unfolding, man. Like, yeah. how often does this happen in wrestling? You know what I'm saying? Like, where you they, they, have, they haven't done any media either. <clears throat> yeah, they haven't. Like, they yeah. haven't done any media. They've those, those women have been chilling, walking the red carpet, looking as fine as they want to look, <laughs> um, <laughs> just just doing their thing, man. And I, yep. I I ain't mad at them for it, man. Don't you 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 don't owe any of us an explanation until you feel like you're ready to do that man do do we might we might not even get one yeah 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 if they, especially if they're going back to wwe yeah right we we they we they might not we might not even get one i i, I was very um i wanted both of them to go to aew because aew needs women like they really really need women mm-hmm. but um you know they're they're, go, they're those sisters are going to do what's best for them um, and I think, regardless, they're going to be taken care of. They're they're yeah. they're going to be they're going to be all right. Yeah, they'll they'll be okay. I think for me, there's a couple things here. Like first of all, like Sasha, Sasha's smart man. Sasha don't miss don't miss a beat because not yeah. only are they out here at this She Hulk, uh, you know, red carpet. Uh, also, shout out to uh, Rich Fan and WH Park uh, <laughs> at MCU later. <laughs> Check out their review of episode one of She Hulk available yeah. now at the Post Wrestling Cafe. Got to hit that synergy. Pro- pro- professional, man. Look at this guy. <laughs> professional, man. Uh, but Sasha, like, she's already done Star Wars, right? Star Wars is Disney. Now she's at this She Hulk premiere. She Hulk is Marvel. Marvel is Disney. And, Sasha's and already like playing football spots. Doing college football spots through ABC, which is also Disney. Like, Sasha's like, you know what? Let me just plant some seeds here. They might not grow immediately, but I'm planting these seeds. The other thing I think, Andrew, is something Chris just hit on. If they are going back to the WWE, which is probably the most likely scenario, it does them no benefit to talk about it. Yeah. Because that the 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 money is in the mystery. The money is yes. in that big pop yeah. in return. Particularly mm-hmm. if you're following the tournament. And I will say, you know, getting back to our original topic of Triple H and the changes that we've seen. I think he's done a better job at presenting the women on the main mm-hmm. roster. And yeah. particularly when you bring in Bailey and Dakota Kai and uh, EO Shirai slash EO yeah. Sky uh, to the main roster. I think Dakota and EO are going to win the titles. And yeah. then we get that confrontation with Bailey, excuse me, with Naomi and Sasha returning. And you've also got the Bailey Sasha story mixed yeah. in, in there. So, like, that could be a really great story to tell. And if that's the story that we're going to get, Chris. It doesn't do Naomi or Sasha any favors to tell us. They ain't yeah. got to tell us because right. we're gonna be paying anyway when they show back up. Exactly, and it, 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 it's good business for wrestlers, not just the black ones, but wrestlers in general. Mm-hmm. If the let the company take the beef public, if they're gonna, if they, if you're beefing with them, and they want to let their dirty laundry out to for the atmosphere 
let them do that. You know what mm. I'm saying? You, you, it's okay to talk about your grievances, but if they're gonna, if 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 I'm talking about the beef aspect of this, you know what I'm saying? Where it's an ongoing continuation right. of a conversation, and you didn't say anything publicly to to bash them, let them do that. You know what I'm saying? You you don't have to be the one to mm. to um to bring your shit out there. I think it works better um a better this way. I think I think Athena got herself in a, a good situation by kind of she talked about it, but she 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 had something it it lied when she talked about it. You know, mm-hmm. those 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 TK AEW checks were were, were <laughs> on the horizon. You know what I'm saying? We just got yeah, yep. what? <laughs> yeah, she ain't never living that down, man. Yeah, I, I heard uh, Stephanie hypes and uh, Chrissy. Chrissy the, 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 they, they bring that one hundy up off. Man, hey, hey, man, let me say this. I think I'm telling you. I, I hope that she has all the success in the world in, in AEW. I really do. But that yeah. 100 shit, that is going to be following her for the rest of yeah. the yeah. shit. This shit was so funny, bro. And, and, bro, and, then, and then it doesn't help that you got like your colleagues actively joking with you about this yeah. shit. Like, it's, 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 I mean, it, it helps in a <laughs> but, funny way, but, but she, yeah. she would never be able to live that shit. Down, Yo, bro. Athena, put that shit on a shirt. <laughs> man, I will buy it. 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 I will, it. I will buy it and I will wear it on post for the for the yes. thousands of listen listeners and watchers who watch us right at, right after he he wears his omo shirt yeah <laughs> yo yo real quick before andrew gets to the next news story chris like yo i'm just throwing this out there andrew if mm-hmm. triple h can make almost a star that man got to be booker of the year hey hey bro you want to know what I, I i i didn't know this but Triple H was the one that actually brought Omos in the WWE. Like he, mm. he like he like actively like sought him out. Like because Omos had came to mm-hmm. a trial, and uh, Triple H was like he 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 was like randomly like wondering like one day because I heard Omos tell this story, and Triple H was just like, "Hey, whatever happened to that dude? Like that Jordan, the tall dude who came mm-hmm. to our trial that one year? Like it, it, this was like a year or two like after Omos had showed oh, up. Wow. He was just like and he was just like what he's like whatever happened to that dude? And then Triple H had like uh went to Matt Bloom and. It just so happened that Omos was like, I think he was, he, I think he was at the PC or something like that. He was doing something there, and um, he had brought him in to meet Triple H for the first time in person, and they got to mm. talking. And, and the Triple H was like, "Look, um, I, I know you play, I know you hoop, and I know you got like options that you could take." But he was like, "Look, if you want to do that, go do that." But he was like, "This door right here always be open for you whenever you want to okay. come in and, and, and wrestle." He was like, "But you, we understand that you." The, the, wrestling is not the only thing that you know you got on the table. So he was like, "Look, if you if you want to hoop, go hoop. But if you want to come here, like let's let's, let's rock. <laughs> let's let's okay, get okay, so so, now, so, 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 so now it was cool that like I remember Omar told that story. I just I didn't know that he got personally yeah. recruited by Triple. Like I, I didn't know that. So I was like, I mean, but it, it kind of makes sense considering like you see like the, the them always like sort of looking for the next big breakout ad they, they, they looking for the next bianca belair they're looking for the right. next you know whoever whoever an athlete come out of you know non-wrestling you know related athlete so you know that was a cool little thing but yeah it, I, I i think the thing with omas bro like I, I think the key thing is to not try to force him mm-hmm. on the audience like don't try yeah. i mean well, well don't don't try to force him to be like this main event player but if it happens 
let it happen. Right. You know what I'm saying? If, if people Organically. naturally gravitate, okay, if people naturally gravitate to Omos, then just just roll with it. But don't try yeah. to, hey, this guy main eventer like he's the guy yeah. like, don't 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 do that because like it's going to turn people off and it's going to turn people against them you know what i'm saying right it's, it's, people it's, like chris this is a good people like chris <laughs> this is a good point for me to this is a good segue into because like people like my austin theory rants Uh-oh. of the on that cat it, it's not i don't hate austin theory like when people were like um or getting at me when uh, he beat uh, Dolph Ziggler on Monday. Oh, I bet you were mad that he didn't beat Dolph Ziggler. Like, fucking please, man. I, 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 don't, I don't hate theory to the point where I think he should be losing to Dolph Ziggler. Let's, let's understand that. You know what I'm saying? But I do think theory needs to be losing to, like, Lashley and mm-hmm. – it, and people like that, Lashley, AJ McIntyre. Styles, McIntyre, the 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 upper those guys. He should be beating fucking Dolph Ziggler, man. I, if he lost to Dolph Ziggler, I, I would have thought that would that would have been wrong on Triple H's part. Okay. I, it's, it's just like um, Andrew was just saying. We need these people organically, kind of mm. push like um, almost. I don't think he's been put in a situation to um for fans to see the best version of him on right. screen i think he's just kind of been told to go out there and be the giant yeah. and not really um be great at the craft of wrestling um and the same thing with um with a uh, anrielle howard on the basketball court she was bad um as, saw last as, legend right yeah last as last legend, legend yeah mm-hmm. as, she's as last legend she 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 needs some some tightening up you know and i think that um <clears throat> that's one thing that i do hope that the triple h <clears throat> regime does cuz i'm not i'm not somebody that wants people to lose their job i'm not i'm not motherfuckers who are like oh austin theory should get fired or almost right. should get fired i think you should put them in the roles that they're best suited for you know yes. austin theory there's a reason why people hate that guy and it's not necessarily his fault it's because he hasn't been presented in a way that makes you want to like and 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 boo him outside of the hill like like i don't think austin theory gets the right kind of heat i think he gets the heat that like i don't want to watch this guy on tv kind of heat i think a lot of that is like to andrew's point with the austin theory vent stuff it felt like they was kind of trying to push this dude down the audience's throat. Right. Yeah. And you can't really do that. Sometimes it, it'll work later, but it doesn't mm. work immediately. Like with the Rock, Roman Reigns, the mm. rock and Roman Reigns, you kind of have to, there's an art to doing that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So that, that, that was one of my proposals with, uh, with theory is like have him cash in that briefcase in, in, in a non bitch way. Have him cash in the briefcase in an honorable way. Have a good match with Roman or whoever. Lose the briefcase and then work his way back up. So mm-hmm. we're not in this position because Austin Theory he was he was built to fail. You know what I'm saying? Like the minute they put him in that Money in the Bank match um, at the last minute, that 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 just told 
fans to hate this guy forever, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's not fair to Austin Theory. You know? Yeah. So uh, the, 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 when they had any of us, was like, hey, Andrew, what's your... Uh... What, what, what story are you rolling with this month, brother? What, what, what you got? What you got cooking up this month? I was I was scrolling through some of the news I put up on post, and like one of the things that like immediately caught my eye: this man, United States champion Bobby mm. Lashley, has been Nate. This injury he he had this injury has been going on since January when the yes. I think it happened in a match with Brock. This man, Bobby Lashley, seventy five percent torn rotator cuff, torn labor, eight months going on nine. The current United States champion was out there lifting Omos, Omos working with him and doing all this stuff that he's been doing with a 75% torn rotator cuff yeah. and a torn labor. And, and, and the reason I chose this is because it leads to another different conversation. And they, I know yeah, you had talked about it a little bit, I think on Twitter. Like, um, and I, I know you had sort of got into it on the Ronda Raw podcast that you did with, uh, with y'all. Great episode. Go check that out. Go check that out, shout out to my guy. But uh, like, <laughs> the, see, 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 the thing is, with see, see now, now that I mean, the, when he, he he said this, I think out the money in the bank. But like, I think it got more publicized as like the weeks get on. But like, I, I was a real, I'm real big on like, I feel like Bobby Lashley should be in that world title picture. Like, I really yes. do. I feel like mm-hmm. he is primed and ready. But like, actively knowing that this dude is like torn rotator cuff, torn lane room. Like, I mean, you could work through that, but I feel like at some point, I, 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 let me phrase it like this. I feel like it's it's less pressure to deal with that and continue to keep moving forward with the U.S. belt opposed to right, the right. world championship. And and that, and, and, and like like both of you guys said, they're doing way better with the presentation of both of those mid-card titles. But I, I, I feel like it's just less stress on one to, okay, you know what, I got this, both of these messed up injuries, but, you know, I'm, I'm the U.S. champion. He's doing fucking great with the u.s title yeah. like last year's yeah. getting some of the best and, and the reason i say like he should be in the world title like do you hear the way these people react to this dude on a mm-hmm. weekly basis bro this, this isn't like some thing where it was like it happened like in this random city but like everybody was like happy to see last year but this is like a week-to-week thing and it's been like yeah. this like since like hell in a cell it's been like this for like, like two months. he should have like, like we talked year. about it andrew he should have been the one fighting roman instead of brock yeah, right. Bro, he, and, he, he is getting some like the best reaction that you could possibly want out of a talent. And the best thing about it is, bro, it's not forced. This wasn't like some yeah. contrived thing where they were like, hey, you need to root for Bobby Lashley. People just got behind this dude and they rocking with him right now. And the only reason I would be like, like so, so a part of me is like, damn, bro, I, you know, I, I wish he, I really wish he wasn't injured because I wouldn't have a problem with him, you know, dropping the U.S. title, you know, whatever, past the next mm-hmm. person and then going into the world title. And like, mm-hmm. I feel like Lashley could be that guy leading your company, but like knowing that he's like actively dealing with this shit, I feel like it's like because yeah. at some at, at some point where you're gonna have to get that taken care of. Like we see yep. at a at Adam yeah. Cole, same thing, Dax Hardwood, same thing, bro. Like they, they're all these dudes are working through it right now, but like, it's gonna come a time. You gonna have to get that surgery, or you gonna have to get something done, and you will get out it for a minute. Yeah, that's what I say. He, he, he gonna, he gonna get it done. Something. But but like, like but like he he's he's doing such a great job right now as U.S. champion, bro. Like it's like you, you like just just let him keep rolling with it, bro, and like let him keep yeah. going. And then once once it gets to a point where you feel like in the story sense where you can take the title off of him, then do that and let him go. Right, handle elevate somebody. Like so, whenever you guys get a chance, um, YouTube. A bio accelerator. Um, that's the the stem cell the, the treatment. Ste- yeah, uh huh. center that they go to. Uh, Lashley goes to it all the time. Ray Mysterio, Kevin Nash, Kevin Nash. Yeah, all these people 
go to it, and then you wonder why they 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 they've got this extra youth to them. Uh, <laughs> yes. They 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 go to that place. Lashley uh, cares um, a great deal about his body. Um, I think. Lashley's least was 46 years old, but I think you could get a good five years out of him. Yeah, bro. Um, don't, don't, I, I, if the one thing I don't want Triple H doing with Lashley is treating him like a guy that needs to, um, elevate another guy because I think Lashley is the guy right now. Maybe mm-hmm. in like a couple years, he could be the guy that that's the that elevates the the mm. the talent, but I think right now he needs to be treated like a mainstay, um, on that roster, you know, because he's yeah. he's better than a lot of the the younger guys, you know what I'm saying? He's more consistent yeah. than a than a lot of those younger guys, and I remember sometimes history proves you right or wrong in arguments, <laughs> um. Uh, I remember uh, uh, me and Nate, uh, and I, this has been going on for probably ye- years at this point, maybe decades at this point. Uh, Marcus never really had a lot of nice things to say about uh, Bobby Lashley. Don't <laughs> throw Marcus Vandenberg under the bus. <laughs> you know, he just never did, but it's like, I, I, like we were kind of like, I think we both knew this this guy could be something yeah. in wwe you know and i it, think like yeah. to and, and we can say the same thing about a drew mcintyre chris real quick like, yeah. i feel like that time and impact was what helped lashley go to that next level because right, like, he yeah. was already doing big things when he was first with the wwe but mm-hmm. i feel like when he got back from impact mm-hmm. you know the stupid stuff they did with his sisters aside like yeah. lashley was just a much more fully rounded uh performer yeah, and the, yeah, and the the Drew McIntyre stuff too. His because history, um, I think is is gonna prove me wrong on Drew McIntyre because I yeah I wasn't like this fucking <laughs> goofy ass dude with a sword and shit. I wasn't. I wasn't. He's, he's no big boss man, Andrew. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, we, we were comparing the hill turns. And that was and that was a and that was a uh, and, and I did a Twitter poll of that. And that was like 50-50. So people, <laughs> there were people that felt me on that and people that felt Andrew on that. Uh but I think I think the it's all about the presentation, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And that's what makes you know, that's that's the good thing about about history is is you can because I, rem- I, re- I remember even having another conversation with you on the old on the old show, Nate, about um, <clears throat> when they made uh, Undertaker a uh, job to Lesnar at that WrestleMania and end the streak. You were one of the people who said that you thought it should have been Roman to end the streak. Yeah. And I was like, well, Lesnar needed it more at the time. But once you look, once you have a historical context to back you up yeah. Roman Reigns should have been the one <laughs> to, to beat the Undertaker at that you know and I could I got no problem saying hey I was I was wrong about that you know what I'm saying and I actually kind of like when when history proves me wrong on individuals you know what I'm saying and um as and I think that Bobby Lashley has kind of um I, if if not silenced a lot of his critics, he made a lot of his critics like you know do double takes and understand right. that yeah. you know this man is here to stay. Um, and um, it could have happened with Lashley a long time ago too. You know, it's some yeah. of that that racial bull crap that 
um, he didn't want to sub like, you know, people were trying to blame uh, Crystal um, for Mm -hmm. him um, leaving WWE the first time. He, the guy was mentally exhausted from whatever bullshit they were trying to subject him and Crystal to. Um, I always look at things like that. And I think real quick for me, Andrew, about Bobby, like, first of all, you got to tip your hat to the brother, like to be this good with that type of injury. Like I thought, and I'm only half joking here, Andrew, I thought Cody Devontae Rhodes coming back and doing what he did with that pectoral injury was going to be the biggest win for the culture this year. But Bobby Lashley (laughs) doing doing what he's doing, Andrew, like at the age he is and with the way he the way he wrestles, right? Because he's not like a dude that just, you can't even tell, right? Like the match he had on Raw with AJ Pollock and I talked about it. Like dude still looks like he's in his prime, even though like from an age standpoint, he's probably a few years past his prime. But right. the dude goes out there, looks like a million bucks, is still giving you these high impact matches. And I think you make a great point, Andrew, because anybody else in this situation would probably take a month or two off. Bobby's like, I'm not even going to take time off, but I will take the U.S. title, right? Like, hey, that's hey. Bobby Lashley taking time off. Hey, Nate, Nate just to add to your point, and you, you could, like, follow up on this, too. Vince McMahon told him to go get surgery. Lash that mm. so, Like, the, mm. the dude who's, like, literally yeah. running, your, running his company said, hey, man, go go, go get that take care of Bobby yeah. Lashley. Like, he was like, nah, I'm going to go take me a couple weeks off, and I'll be back. And he's right. been back ever since. Like yeah yeah, you, but, you, but when, when somebody is willing to go that length, bro, you you, you gotta give them they flowers, bro. You got to like yeah. Lashley. Lashley is the man right now, and I, bro, if he was not, if he didn't have that injury, man, dude, have him be one of those people to get at least one of them jumps above Roman, one of the people yep. to get or, or right. both or whatever. How how are they going about this in the future? And like I'm, I, I'm I'm really interested to see and peripheral like like Chris was saying like with his uh. The, the bio stuff and you know the bio, all that stuff he might not even go get the surgery for yeah you know? he, he, he might just yeah, ride out to the ride, ride out to the end i'm surprised more wrestlers don't do that stuff that like because go, go fly into uh columbia uh south america and getting that stem cell treatment is i've gotten some stem cell treatment in the past i need to get more um but that it definitely does um you know what it's supposed to do uh and and Lashley, you know, mm. spends a, a ton of money on on his body, and so does like Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Rey Mysterio, like they, they these guys like care. It's an investment. Yeah, it's it's an investment in themselves. You know, like when mm-hmm. when Kobe Bryant was alive, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Le- LeBron, Chris, Le- LeBron, yes, LeBron, like LeBron, dollars on you know, head. yeah, that this this is money that goes into. They're the biggest part of their brand, and that's themselves. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I think Lashley he cares, and Lashley he got a he did, he he got a late start um, in WWE, um, and um, I think he's making the most of it. Yeah. And and um, he and, and and I'm glad Triple H hasn't defined him down yet. Yeah, but know? he but he he's like legit being presented as like the face of that like that 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 belt like yeah they're making him like the guy in in that u.s title seeing the like two strong wins so far mm-hmm. like it's like lastly he doing he doing all and then, and then like, when you look at the overall scope of his return run shit, shit was rough when that first started like that whole lashley sisters and all that yep. shit that, that they had yeah. that Mac, that max caster played one of his sisters i think which is hilarious <laughs> um 
and, and like, like, but he, he, like, they, they turned the corner, man. And like, I, I know we've said this, like, and I know a lot of people said this. So this is like something like we, well, I'm like breaking some like groundbreaking information or shit like that. But like, the, the 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 impact that MVP has had on Lashley's overall presentation that is carried over to Lashley, like what he's mm-hmm. doing now, like MVP deserves like a lot of credit. Like, I mean, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say like forty percent of the credit because I mean Lashley still got to do what Lashley do, but right, like that that whole presentation with the hurt business and all that stuff, bro. Like, the, yeah. well, like even that, going that, back to that, Impact bro, when with with Lashley when they was, and Kenny when they was together, yeah, yeah, when they, when yeah, they was all yeah. together back in Impact. Like, like yeah, dude, MVP plays such a, a big role, in, yeah, and that, all of that, and then it, it just helped Lashley overall in terms of his character. And and that was one of the things we brought up a couple months ago on this show. What mm-hmm. like cuz what used to annoy me about that situation is everybody was given like saying oh MVP is the reason yeah, why yeah, last. Yeah, yeah. And that was never true. That it was a symbiotic relationship. relationship. They, right, they yeah. helped each other out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And Lashley That's is true. very good at playing the muscle. Lashley just doesn't need to be doing goofy shit. It's it, yeah. it was ne- Lashley was never the problem. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It was the, the booking. It was the it, sisters. It was Lana. Yeah. It was all of that. Oh man, yeah. hey bro, that, they, they they had they had they was doing brother dirty on TV for the last. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like they, 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 had, they had my man Bobby Lashley out here looking weak in the knees, bro. I was like, come on, brother. Stand yeah, up. yeah, Stand yeah, up, yeah. brother. Come on, man. Come on, man. Right. <laughs> Uh, But you talk about that symbiotic relationship, Chris. I feel like we got a symbiotic relationship here on the Nubian Wrestling Advocates. Andrew, any final stories before we wrap up this month and and, and, uh, close the doors on another episode of the podcast? Uh, no, 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 that's that's pretty much all I got. I don't know if y'all had anything else y'all wanted to talk about, but uh, for the for, for this month's podcast, that's that's about all I got. So, ladies yeah, and very, gentlemen, very very much enjoyed these conversations, man. Ladies and, and gentlemen, this man, news. Andrew Thompson, it's his birthday. But he gave y'all a gift, the gift of news here on the Nubian Wrestling Advocates. Uh, so we are going to wrap up this week. Again, we, we thank everybody for, for checking us out, whether it's on the video form or the audio form. Uh, we will be back next month live. Uh, you know, we, we weren't able to get that popping uh, this month. You know, real life kind of got in the way. But we're going we gonna to be back live next week to get all of your live comments and feedback because we had a great time when we did that last month. But uh, before we get out of here, Andrew Thompson, the birthday boy himself. Uh, even mm-hmm. though you're older, he still got that Similac on his breath. Andrew, man, I got your autograph. That, 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 that youngest in charge label wearing off, man. I'm <laughs> I'll say, like, you, like you, you can get about three more years off of that before you got to change it. <laughs> <laughs> like youngest in charge, he about 32. What you got for the people, Drew? You ain't got to do me like that, man. Uh, but yeah, man, you can check out my um my interviews over there, Andrew Thompson interviews YouTube channel. I just put up an interview with Chris Hero, man, and uh we yes. really enjoyed that conversation. Shout out to Chris. Uh we him doing uh what's the name? He uh shouted me out on Twitter and stuff on my birthday, which is real cool, man. So uh and I, I probably uh go check out his um what's the name's Twitch stream too, man. He's doing some real cool stuff over there. And I had an interview up there with uh Kerry Morton from the NWA to head uh NWA seventy four. I think that's this weekend. Uh, this weekend, break some news on the podcast, and I'm posting an interview with Camille, uh, the NWA World okay. Women's Champion, and uh, we talked about one of the main things we talked about about how she felt about not having um, NWA in power this year, uh, coming off the success and the 
all the hype that the event had last year. So she said some very interesting thoughts. She is that that, that she definitely wanted the event to be um to be back this year. And she, you know, she dove into more of that. So I leave that for y'all to, to listen to or to read on the post wrestling site. And um yeah, check check out my interview. I mean my um my written work over at postwrestling.com. Check all that good stuff out and yeah, check out the Twitter at 80 Thompson underscore underscore and same thing on Instagram. Good stuff, nephew. Again, y'all, that's the one of the hardest working brothers in the business, the youngest in charge for now, uh, Andrew Thompson. <laughs> from, look, from everybody here at the show, and I'm sure everybody listening and watching, man, oh, happy birthday, goodness. brother. We're we, we glad you were part of this team. Yeah, happy Appreciate birthday. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you, man. Thank y'all. All Thank right. y'all. Appreciate the birthday yeah. message. Hey, 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 Nate, you, 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 you ain't got to keep killing me like that, though, bro. You ain't got to keep killing me with the, with the See, look, I ain't want to. I ain't want to say this on the show, but Andrew, like, check your mailbox because you should be getting an autographed copy of uh, Planet Fifty One from Jorge Blanco. Uh, it should be coming to you, brother. I know you love that movie. It's, it's all love, nephew. Hey, hey, bro, you want to know something funny real quick before we finish up? Like, something one of my friends had sent me. Uh, he, he was he was like, damn, bro, you you, you twenty six now. He had sent me like a, a video, like a, a, a Photoshop of my AARP card. Or shit. Like, I, was, <laughs> I was like, man, you're killing me, man. I'm like, but well, we we like, he, I'm like two years older than dude, but I'm like, they 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 gonna be killing me for the next four years, bro. I I, I just know when I hit thirty, bro, the group chat I'm in with my friend, I, I know they about to be getting me <laughs> hell, bro. I like. I, <laughs> Oh, you know what's goodness. you know what's crazy though, Chris. Even when uh-huh. Andrew turns thirty, like he still won't be old enough to be a main event in the WWE. <laughs> <laughs> still gonna need about and, ten more years for you can get to that top level, uh, Andrew. Yeah, for sure, man. But now in all seriousness, though, I appreciate the birthday message from everybody, man. That means a lot. So yeah, shout out to everybody that uh, show love, man. And uh, you know, looking forward to the next whatever amount of years. So yeah, thank. No doubt, absolutely, my brother and Chris. Um, it's not your birthday, uh, but mm-hmm. I'm sure when it is, you you you'll be here on the show talking with us about it and enjoying that uh, cheese tray from a certain individual. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Chris, what you got going on? Uh, what you got going on with WrestleNomics? Uh, how can people find you on social media? Let let the good folks know. All right, so you can find me on social media at K M E Z Does It. Um, you just Google my name, uh, Christopher. Uh, Ely Christopher with the K. You'll you'll find where I'm at, um, and uh, we're just still trying to you know get some of you all to uh, follow us on uh, Kings of Sport. We're still in the mm. early stages of kind of building up, you know, some some big stuff. We're we're just kind of you know, figuring out where, where we fit in, in this whole space. And it's been a fun journey. Um, and, uh, yeah, so KMEZ does it, um, go to True Hill Heat. You can listen to me on that show yesterday. It was their five year anniversary. Nice. Um, and just, yeah, just follow me on this, on the socials and, uh, I will, um, accept. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Shout out to that good brother, Professor Chris, always bringing, a, bringing that spice, bringing that razzle-dazzle to the proceedings. Uh, for mm-hmm. me, as Chris mentioned, Kings of Sports. So episode 300, which was a really fun episode, featured a lot of cameos and a lot of uh, conversations with some friends of the program from over the years. Episode 300 is up on the Patreon now, and it'll be out on the free feed sometime this week. So if you want to hear it now before anybody else, go to the Patreon, patreon.com backslash the Kings of Sports. Five bucks gets gets you in the door if you want to pay more. 
we won't stop you because uh, inflation <laughs> is real. Uh, but yes, uh, as Chris mentioned, we are doing some new things with the Kings of Sport and moving this thing forward. Uh, and for all the postmarks out there, if you like what we do here with the NWA, check us out over at the Patreon. Uh, I'm sure you'll you'll find something to like. We talk politics, wrestling, movies, sports, comics, uh, you know, a whole bunch of different things. So check that out if you'd like. Uh, for me personally, uh, I'm on Twitter at in the number eight M O Z A I K at Nate Mosaic. Uh, there you can find links to all the different shows I do. Uh, the main event over at Place to Be Nation just celebrated 200 episodes. You can check that out. I'm on the DCTV podcast networks, primarily talking about uh, black uh, superheroes or BIPOC superheroes, I guess, because we, we do talk about other superheroes of color uh, on, on the DCTV podcast networks, uh, part of the Lituation Room, featuring Vanessa Shark, uh, one of Chris's good friends in this space, Brittany Monet, mm-hmm. who Chris has done a show with, and yep. the, the infamous Clement Bryant, who we haven't talked with Clement yet here on Post, but... I have a feeling if or when when Black Adam comes out, I might have to do a special Rocky Maivia picture show running that back with uh, mm. some some friends from other places talking about Dwayne Johnson in this movie. Uh, but but yeah, at in the number eight M O Z A I K at Nate Mosaic. Uh, Want to send a shout out to John Pollock and Wei Ting, the proprietors of Post Wrestling, for allowing us the platform and and all the good things they do for this network. Uh, shout out to Righteous Reg the good brother mm-hmm. Righteous Reg for the theme yeah. song that y'all heard at the beginning of this program and that you will hear in about 65 seconds uh, for <laughs> giving us the, the, the theme song. And shout out to uh, you know everybody that's listening and watching. We appreciate y'all, and we're going to keep the conversation going. Uh, so uh, thank you for watching on this Sunday afternoon. I feel like, Chris, this is like the most informative black news show on a Sunday afternoon since Tony Brown's journal went off the air. And that's <laughs> a very specific black reference that maybe 20% of the audience gets, if that. Uh, but we had fun this week. We had some good conversations. Thank you to Andrew for always bringing us the news. And uh, we'll do it again next month where we will be back live for all of you good people. So for the youngest in charge, Andrew Thompson, for the professor, Moderna Chris, <laughs> I am the godfather, Nate Milton. And remember, the revolution may not be televised. But it damn sure will be podcasted. We'll see y'all in September. Don't forget to vote. Yo, yo, I hit the wrong thing. Like, I, I like full disclosure, no, you, you watching this. No, you didn't. No, you I did. wanted to, uh, Andrew, this is honestly true. I wanted to hit the the outro as Chris told people, don't forget to vote, which is a great message. But then I guess the spirit of Cody Rhodes hit me, man, because Devontae is about voting and free will in America. So, you know, we know we like, I thought we was going to make it a whole week without the Devontae drop, but we didn't. Hey, so, hey, uh, hey, man, hey, man, real quick. Brandy wrestled a match at the performance center, man. Hey, y'all, y'all, mm, been mm. watch out. Man, watch it's out. Coming. T- it's coming. It's Co- coming. Co- Co- Cody and Brandy. I'm, t- I'm, I'm predicting this right now. Y'all can hold me to it. Cody and Brandy versus the Miz and Marie's Royal Rumble 23. Woo! I'm, I'm here for it. Tally. I'm here for it. Tell you. Hey, Co- Cody. You, 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 you stay out there world title picture by Bobby Lashley on the come up. I'm, I'm watching. <laughs> I'm watching. You, you, you ain't going to steal the spotlight. Oh, yeah, look, look, if that. anybody is going is going to help elevate another brother, it's going to be Cody hey, Devontae hey, Rhodes, hey, Andrew. Hey, hey, man, just, just, just watch Bianca Belair take off when Cody stops playing on the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Bianca already on the mountaintop, man. But, yeah, shout out to, uh, shout out to Cody whenever he, you know, whenever yes. he comes back. Hey, 
Yes, and, and as as Chris said, they don't they don't lie. Said you you played that on accident. That wasn't no accident. I mean, it, look, it's, it's, it's see, it's the technology, Andrew. Sometimes it got a mind of its own. <laughs> but yeah, we we will see y'all next month. Appreciate y'all, uh, and uh, have a good one. Like I, I, I like we totally yeah. messed up the flow from the, the typical intro. But uh, yeah, we'll see y'all next month. Next month, y'all. Yo, it's Righteous Reg. It's a case for the safe, keep a space for the Nubians. Unfiltered, off kilter, the professor, the godfather, host wrestling the NWA, not oh, keep guessing, huh? The views and expressions, you know the rest, it's hot excellence, get the message. Advocates for Nubian wrestling, you're listening to the best again. Black wrestling in the ring, we invested in. Nubian kings and queens, we invested in. It's for the culture and we repping it. It's for the culture and we repping it.